545. My name's John Holberg. There's Brady Bogan, Creepy E, Big Dick Toledo, and uh, ready to go are we for another Thursday. I was just telling uh, everybody in the room here as, uh, well, Nikki's back again for another week, so she's going to help Eric out this morning. For all, of you, almost for all of you following along, she's still going to Denver to live with those three men that she says it's completely platonic. The learning so experience. I asked her, I said, after all this, have you had the chat with him? Saying, look, I'm not going to move out there if you think there's even a slight opportunity for this to turn into something more than just a temporary situation. And she goes, no, I, uh-uh. So deep down, she kind of wants it. Otherwise, she'd have laid the groundwork. I Wait texted him once and told him it was funny. Like, oh. Yeah, she told me she played the clip for him. Uh-huh. And then they all laughed together. Oh, my God, isn't it silly? Instead of just going, you don't really think this is a chance, right? She didn't, like, lay it down, like, make him feel really uncomfortable for even thinking it. So deep down, we all know. Well, she can't. That's why she's doing it. If she sh- shuts it completely down, that that then there's no more benefits. You know, like oh yeah, on rent. She's got to figure that out. Whether what she wants more. Maybe they're just looking for somebody to like, you know, cook and clean and all that stuff. Yeah, do woman stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show up, and then you're not going to do that. And they're going to get really upset. <laughs> she's a bad one. They'll say. She said she looks forward to doing that for the boys. Yeah. Looking and cleaning. It just turned into something. That's my prediction by Christmas. Just didn't see it coming. It's just when you're not looking. And the next thing you know, they are together together. Love is love. And they're kicking out the other two guys. Can't start it like a car and you can't stop it with a gun. It's love. It's crazy, but she's here again. Uh, But we were talking about... uh, uh, my dentist, John Doherty, has uh, it texted me yesterday, and he goes, you're good at this kind of stuff. Uh, his daughters are in a band, a, a country pop band, and they're teenagers. And he's like, uh, they're currently got, I think they're called Detours. They're currently called that. And he said, but I, I want a new name for them. I want you guys to. You're good at naming country pop bands? I think so. Yeah? Because I, I had uh, it's, young. It's fun trying. Young country. <laughs> uh, young country did not go over well. <laughs> I heart young country did not go over well. Uh, but I, he's a dentist, so all my ideas were like dental ideas, like uh, I, you know, uh, the veneers, surgical extraction, root canal, yellow teeth, daughter of the dentist, uh, stuff like that. And I'm like, F these mouth. are <laughs> what? Meth mouth. Oh, they said F mouth. I mean, no, you're like, <laughs> no, meth mouth. Hi, everybody. We're f- mouth. <laughs> oh my god, I'm never not going to pay attention to this band. One, two, three. Our hit song is called uh, "We Are f- Mouth." You. <laughs> Meth mouth is solid, but mm. yeah, I liked a lot of them. Fur traders? No, no, Nothing, you don't want to do yeah. that. I don't want to go down that road. But I was, uh, yeah, like it's, it, and I just went on this rampage of trying to name a teenage girl band, which is hilarious. Actually, they're really good, which was why he's like the, you know, they're, they're getting some actual pop here, and uh, everybody hates the name. So come up with something else. So I've been on this, like my brain has been hyper focused in on Doctor Doherty's kids band. <laughs> For no reason at all. Wait a minute, they've been doing well, but they need to change the name of the band. Well, they're like nobody's ever. Nobody's really excited about that, and they can't. They're trying to come up with stuff. So he's just asking, like, what do we do? What what do you? What you know? You go down this road because I've talked to him a few times about some stuff, and so it was kind of an odd little like, oh, that's an interesting person to turn to just to see if you can come up. I'm sure he's got five or six feelers out there of other people throwing names at him, and uh, then he's going to just present them to the girls. But from Arizona, could be. Canyon Yodelers? No, no. no. See, you're, you're not. Uh, nobody. He didn't ask you, so uh, you can stop. 
Don't they in country just go with like their real names or like maybe their stage? Yeah, she got Georgia, Florida line, and all sure. that kind of stuff. Yeah, so. like Brooks and Dunn. Though I mean, there's like yeah. bands that use their names. Most of them just say their names. But there's I don't know that there are Taylor Swift country bands out that way. Are there country bands? That's the one thing I started to think of too. I'm like Rascal Flatts. That's it. They have names. Yeah. So, but there aren't many of them because most of them are like either duets or solo people who just tour with a band. So it's uh, it's strange, but mm. I, I heart. Young country, although I did like F-Mouse quite a bit. I might send that over to him. <laughs> Dr. Doherty might enjoy F-Mouth. We, the boys and I were talking about your teen daughter's band, and uh, we all kind of came together on F-Mouth. It's a kind of like cowboy think? I'm just saying, mouth. You know? I'm just waiting for the little ellipsis to pop up on the text. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, never mind. My favorite one for country, though, I came up with Wrong Way Passenger. Which I really enjoy because if there's wrong way drivers, there's probably wrong way passengers. Yeah, they don't really have a say, and that's very countryish, and it plays off of their whole detour thing. You know, you can go that route. The Yellow Tooth was also another one I liked a lot, and I don't know why. Tractor pull. Ooh, that's not. Bad. That's more of a guy band, I guess. Yeah, but you know, looking at them too, you know, what white. do they like? Tractors and. No, I think they're they're more Arms. like they're more Taylor Swift country. They're more oh. country pop. I think like a real disgusting thing to call them would be like apple pie or something like that, you know, because they're <laughs> they're kind of from a well off American pie dentist, yeah, yeah American, yeah, Ameri- that kind of thing, which would work. Like, it t- but then you got You're going to grow out of that. And the, my fear for that would be 15, 16 year old, fourteen year old kids who are apple pie. If they do make it when they turn twenty, are going to want to shake that image. And technically, by the name, we've created a whole bunch of whores. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta get something that's gonna last a long yeah, time. Yeah, because apple pie when you're 20 is what all those Disney kids end up posing nude or turn into Bella Thorne and just try to shake that whole image. So it, it was, it consumed most of my night. Uh, last well, night. listeners can email in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Holmberg at 98kupd.com if you want to name my dentist's daughter band. <laughs> dentist daughter, it's good. You have a. You have a deep relationship with yeah, your dentist. My dentists are very friend. Well, I, you know, they're uh, oddly enough ties into what you're doing today. They were so nice to us last year in the deployment thing. They gave us tons and tons of things. So I uh, ended up kind of like contacting them and uh, opened the floodgates. I don't even remember my dentist's name. You go there like once a year or whatever. Well, you have to wear a tuxedo to my dentist. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. Because my one dentist is that uh, part-time model. She makes everybody so nervous. There's just dudes in the. Dudes in the lobby in tuxedos eating Rolos because they went like a three-hour treatment and uh, they, they want to look the part. So you got Dr. Alphabet in there parading her apple bottom around. And then you got uh, Dr. Doherty, the, the real dentist, the guy you really want in there just to have Ooh, dental. Ooh, apple bottom. Him. Apple bottom solid. I, I like, like that. Yeah. That's, yeah, I like that too. Apple bottom. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> it'll, it'll work when they're older too. You can even do it weirder. Dr. Alphabet's apple, <laughs> apple bottom. Please welcome to the stage, Dr. Alphabet's Apple Bottom. Where'd you get your name? <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> my dad is a dentist and the lady he works with is, uh, anyway, so that's what came. I don't understand that at all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the guy asked to name the band. It was either that or F-Mouth, so. Apple Bottom or F-Mouth? Yeah, Apple Bottom F-Mouth is pretty solid, Ooh, too. That, but That's, that's long. Good, very long, but I'd, I'd be in inter- If it came up on the hot releases, you'd be like, oh, that's a pretty good band. Apple Bottom F-Mouth. <laughs> I like that. Uh, but yeah, they were so nice to me with the deployment thing last year that I've developed a, you know, mm. casual chat and ask me questions thing. He asked me, I feel guilty though, because every time Dr. Doherty's asked me to do something, it's almost like, give me 10 ideas I don't want. 
because it's never it, it never he asked me he said we bought the land next to the the dentist office and I'm thinking about kind of revolutionizing the area and building this new thing like a more a dental, dental dome kind of a dental spa you know <laughs> like a Disneyland for sort of because there's so many people who are uncomfortable with it instead of just going to a dentist's office he's like I was going to add the thing but I mean what what would what kind of things would I'm like well you could do that would make a spa day out of your you know your teeth cleaning and make it like you know I'm like women would eat that alive because really they've made a whole industry out of cutting your toenails <laughs> so I mean that's the kind of thing where it's like if you can go get your teeth cleaned and have it be part of like this facial spa package and you leave feeling refreshed and stuff like have a spa over in the corner where you do all this stuff and like mm. you know yeah that kind of thing and then it, it kind of got that mm-hmm. <laughs> that reaction mm-hmm. alright well I don't know what do you want to like a, a water slide I, I don't know where you're going with it yeah, make it like a Disneyland. Have a little tooth a uh, mascot walking around. Yeah, with kids, Brady. Ride. Tooth mascot. You can start your mascot Maybe. again. Yeah. Hi, I'm F Mouth. <laughs> the tooth. Yuck mouth. <laughs> he just throws up. I'm sick. Oh, I'm a sick tooth. Instead of the zipper, they got the toothbrush and it just yeah. flips you around. Oh, That's a good ride. That's a great. And then you throw up in your mouth and they go and clean off the acid. Yeah, they can clean you up. If right, you're right then and there. Yeah, pukey right. Eat candy cane, and somebody's right there, yee, just brushing it off. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, think about it. The uh, room where Kirby goes, Doctor Sweet Tooth. He's got the uh, train up on the ceiling. Sweet officially too old for Doctor Sweet. You gave him a cute Getting little there, nickname. Pretty. I also don't like that you call it a room. Like it's a days in Doctor <laughs> Sweet Tooth. The room that Kirby goes to. Well, he drops well, her off. Yeah, that's tired. Forty-five at the days in with Doctor Sweet Tooth. I'm in the game room, man. There you go. We've got a mascot tooth outfit for yep. you. 370 bucks. Speaking of costumes, uh, my friend Mike Remrax emailed me yesterday and said it is official. They have gone too far with whore costumes. The, what? Mr. No. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. Sexy Mr. Rogers. Is a whore costume. you got to check it out. And, and it is. Sexy Bob Ross. Hot. I'll take Mr. it. I want to bang Mr. Rogers in this thing so bad, but it's like, why not just sexy sexy girl it is why mr rogers is involved in this okay. is beyond me it is look at the hot and then bob ross yeah, got i don't want bob ross i want mr rogers and i want him bad i like it i love it but come on mr rogers that is not something you can you can't you can turn bugs ladies have turned bugs into sexy things or crimp. look at that that's a vegan burger it's just a it's a smoking hot girl in a dress that's tight just in a hat that says plant-based. Most people won't even realize it's Mr. Rogers. No, I know. That's the point. I'm like, why disparage him? Just You're just a whore. Just your whore. There's Bob Ross. I like the Bob, Bob Ross. Bob Ross is solid. <laughs> Get that fro. It's like we're banging a 70s chick. Better yet, her like her little panties are coming up out of her pants. Or t- Bob Ross probably wore those shorts. Yeah, the Bob the Ross costume. See, I, under, I think people would get the whore Bob Ross. But now you're. T- it used to be you just took co- uh, like cartoon characters and made them whores or little bugs and made I them. Can't believe whores. you're not for this. I'm for it. I just feel. I feel bad. Yeah. I don't. I guess it's tough for my brain to want to f- Mr. Rogers so hard. I've never looked at Mr. Rogers and got God. If he's only a sexy bitch. <laughs> While you're banging, meow meow, oh. meow meow, meow meow, put it in your bottom, meow meow. What's going on out there? You'd have some fun with that. I don't know oh. where to meow finish meow. <laughs> you have to get out meow now. 
Mr. McFeely would be. Oh, yeah. Mr. McFeely's wet tummy. Oh, meow, meow, meow. Make me Mr. McFeely's face wet. Meow, meow. You just got a postman sitting in the corner. Oh. I'm afraid that I don't get along anymore. What is it, Daniel Lyon? I'm not a whore, Mr. Rogers. <laughs> no one made a whore costume of me. I'm H the Owl Whore. See, now he was helping kids, and now he's helping adults with their <laughs> relationships. All grew, we grew up with him and turned into whores. <laughs> I don't know. It just it doesn't seem... He's not off limits, but it's almost off limits. Oh, it's like awfully on. close. I don't know. There's no reason to want to try it. Don't be a curmudgeon. I'm not being a curmudgeon. I'm just like, what kind of woman are you? <laughs> You're even too far for my whoring this. Be a real whore. Try it. Don't oh, knock I, it until you try that's, it. The problem is not that. It's me. Like, oh. Sexy ass, Mr. Rogers. And then I'll watch that documentary that made me weep openly and think, man, oh man, look what they've done to this. You don't go that far. And then in Pittsburgh, in Pittsburgh, on the uh, I was just at the the, on the Allegheny River for God's sakes, right outside Heinz Field, they have a massive statue, and Mr. Rogers is the statue, and they put it's this tribute to him because that's where it all happened. And uh, he didn't want it like a Mr. Rogers statue. He's like the uh, a tribute to children is basically what it is, and. uh, you know, I don't see people going up there dry humping the statue or anything. Big statue. Yeah, the, the Handmaid's Tale, whores. And remember Kylie Jenner got in trouble for that last year. She doesn't understand it's like a fictional show. It's okay. That's okay. To take fake stuff and make it whores is fine. Mr. Rogers was real. I was tired. It's, it's my childhood. I loved that man. And I blubbered. It's the last time, uh, even with the death of dogs, where I cried very hard uh, and got really sad. I blubbered in the movie theater at that documentary when he and that kid in that wheelchair who's just about to have so- a spine separation surgery. He belled out a Ooh, tune. Spine separation is a pretty solid name. But he's about to have that surgery, and uh, Mr. Rogers is, is singing this song, and the little boy starts singing along, and I'm watching going, this is touching. And as I reached for my soda, my body broke down, and I did an adult male. <laughs> And I couldn't breathe, and then water right. came pouring out of me. Look the original at costume didn't come with the hand puppets. The first one oh, we saw. There you, you got, go. Now you got the hand puppets. Lady Elaine Fairchild. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is fun in the oh. bedroom for, you know, even after Halloween. Yeah, that's what I want. Boomerang, boomerang, boomerang. <laughs> I wave my magic <laughs> in your face. Oh, and it's got a hairpiece. Hair <laughs> oh, no, uh, turning him into the guy. You can't do that. You can't give him the hair and face. <laughs> Yeah, that's a bit. All right, that's that's so creepy. Well, be. And I would yeah. still, My I would still most definitely. F- yeah, that. yeah. I'll take off that cardigan. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you f- me? I would f- me. He's Jane Gum now. That's. <laughs> Let's go down to the well. Follow me, everyone. How are you today? We go to the land of make believe, and we'll have a good time there, trying to f- all the puppets. Oh, no, we have a problem in the kingdom. We just sold a dozen of these. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, they're, it is hot. But also, I don't think that uh, most American women should wear this. No. I saw what no, happened with Harley not. Quinn. Oh, good Lord, yeah, with the Harley Quinn. this year because uh, Birds of Prey is coming out. Oh, no, that's, is it another one that she's, Harley Quinn's in? Yeah. Oh, God, no. Oh, the middle-aged Harley Quinn's floating around thinking it's working. It's clearly not working. That train in the neighborhood has a whole new meaning, Mr. Rogers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here comes the train. Oh, there it goes. Uh, there it goes. Ooh. I don't like the train, man. We're going to go completely 
overboard on this. Shouldn't they well, not a, have a large size in this? No, they should not sell larges. Although they'd catch, why can't I be a fat, right. sexy Mr. Because right. you can't. You said it already in your first word. <laughs> why can't I be a fat, sexy? <laughs> Stop right there. You've answered your own question. Idiot. But yeah, the sexy Mr. Rogers thing. And it's going to be a Harley Quinn situation, which was just a nightmare a couple of years ago. And every kid's mom standing on my porch thought she was doing it right. <laughs> See what I've done? Uh, you've ruined Harley Quinn. That's what you've done. You know, Harley Quinn wasn't 46. All right, ladies, if you're looking for that, yandy.com. Yeah. Bob Ross one's solid, but you got, you know, assess, it, assess it. If it if that's the the hair comes with it, I'd have to. Why did they stop there? We need to keep going. Captain Kangaroo. Yeah. Pee Wee Herman. Mr. We're going to do it. Yeah. We're going to do it. Pee Wee Herman. Let's take all of them. Pee Wee Herman at least beat off and yeah. changed his image himself. But, like, yeah, let's take all Is the. Is there a sexy Mother Teresa? I don't know. That's what I, I said, actually, yeah, yesterday to Mike. I'm like, yeah, sexy Mother Teresa. Jesus. Yeah, there oh, is Jesus. There is a sexy Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa, because I'd fuck <laughs> that. No, no one tops that. No. Actually, I guess it was a regular Jesus costume, yeah. but you can make it sexy. You can I, make any costume. I would only go out as a political statement as Mother Teresa, and I would have to have Reggie or Winston dress as Papa Doc Chevalier from Haiti and have him handing me money all the time from his corrupt stuff in wow. her, her world. She was horrible. This is listed under the sexy Mother Teresa search, but I'm mm. not sure this is an accurate portrayal. Good-looking nurse nun. That's but pretty yeah. accurate. Halloween's right around the corner. And Mr. Goddamn Rogers. I don't like this very much, Mr. Rogers. Your pants are too small. Sometimes I like to wear little pants. Don't you? I like wearing little pants that shows just enough of my butt crack to be... Make people realize that I'm, I'm How in for it. How do you feel it. about bouncing on Mario? Fictional. It's okay. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. Still now, a thing if, of it your was, uh, if it was the you know the guy who played Mario in the movie, sexy Bob Hoskins, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like that's weird to me. What are you this year? I'm whore Bob Hoskins. Oh my God! How did you even? Very creative. But there's another great band named Whore Bob Hoskins. <laughs> I think Mr. Rogers' pants are too small. All the puppets are arguing about it. See his butt cheeks, I can. I don't like it at all, meow, meow. But yeah, it's just, it's too close to the childhood dreams and it's just dashed. And it's something he would never want. They had to wait for him to die to do that. He'd sue somebody. You wonder what his reaction was. Misery. Just, I don't think that's necessary at all. Sarah Hyland did your sexy mother, Teresa. On uh, Ma- Modern Family. Oh, that's right. I remember sure, that it episode. Hot. It works. Yeah. So I have no reverence for Mother Teresa. I read no. a lot about Mother Teresa and how crooked she was, so I don't care what you do to her. But the, uh, oof, man, sexy Mr. Rogers. That guy didn't, he wasn't crooked at all. No. He didn't have a, he didn't have a story or anything that was sideways. Didn't have any skeletons. Like, it was just Mr. Rogers. Making him a whore is hard for me. Just for me. I know I'm not alone here. You whores can do whatever you want, though. But just all I ask is that it's body appropriate. If you're going to be sexy, Mr. Rogers, at least start off being sexy. Don't just throw the thing on and walk around as uh, overweight Mr. Rogers, whose clothes are too small. Blobbing fupa, Mr. Rogers. Leave that to me. (laughs) Yeah, let Brady do that. Now, Brady was... (laughs) Now, that would be funny. See, I would take that. If you would wear the sexy Mr. Rogers costume... And I'd be like, no, Brady's taking it to a level that desexifies it, and it's very funny again. Because your costume would technically be college whore who doesn't know. <laughs> and that would be hilarious to me. 
You would no longer be Mr. Rogers. You'd be dumb slut who thinks she's still got it. You could be Harley Quinn and change the whole game. Well, I'm every Gilbert housewife. You said the 46-year-old thing. That I'm t- Ronnie looked pretty good in the Harley Quinn. She went... She, uh, she wasn't 46 yet, was she? Did yeah. she Harley Quinn? She did. Did she wear the full Harley hey, Quinn, or did she wear tights or pants? That's all that matters. that's all Brady I saw. Like, oh, yeah, you like whatever she does, yeah. but I'm just saying it's still. She, there, it was few and far between where it walked I up to the house. I wanted her to go full out. But she did know, it. But she wore clothes. She had the top. She had um, the fishnet. She went stockings. full, so she did the full thing. But she wore shorts instead of uh, the... The booty shorts? miniskirt, I think. No, she wore a little tight, like tight red boots. Oh, that's shorts. what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, she went for it, Bray. She was out there trolling. Did you get to do some role playing that night? I, I tried. Well, <laughs> you are, you are a machine what failure. <laughs> you are the most failing failure I've ever met. You know what's the point like, of the How in the world? She just doesn't like me. But how in the world did she not get turned on by herself yeah, if she's dressed as hard? Like she had to be feeling that's pretty the whole good. Goal. Yeah, right. Like that's what women do. Like when they feel good about them, they'll get on you no matter what. She didn't even try that night? Like, I'm Harley Quinn, you son of a bitch. You had to put on some... T- You've got no game with your wife. you got to turn that up Ma- a notch. Maybe. Maybe a little. I don't know. I mean, if, if she was dressed as Harley Quinn and you struck out... Yeah, why didn't you dress up like the Joker, yeah. man, and get in that? Did you dress up as anything? <laughs> um, you too busy paying attention to those full-size Snickers outside. <laughs> You're, you she were distracted. She did walk around with Kirby. I could have been, that, might, that might have been two years. She was sweaty. She was Man, I'll tell you what, I didn't see. Well, see, I still I frown on it. I frown on it a lot. Yeah. I just feel like it's a it's a cry that, for help, really. That's it's a maybe your woman. point. Yeah. That the odds of the oh, dressed up very, like Harley Quinn, then let's right, let's go, and they're like no. But I also, oh, you know what? It's tired. What I saw, oh, tired, was late. sad housewife. No matter how she looked. No offense to Ronnie on this one. I didn't know this was the thing. It's sad housewife. When they stand there and look at you, like I still got it. It's like, this is a desperate cry for, like, compliments. You got it, then show me. Yeah, but most of them did it. And they're just like, it almost, it almost... So you're saying that she was depressed? It almost came with a tear. Yeah, most of the ones that came to my house were sad. Their husbands aren't paying attention. They wanted to dress like a whore one last time. And then they that, didn't even want to rally up for their husbands? It's almost a female midlife crisis. It's like, it's their That's sports car. That's the whole car. point of dressing up, though. Sure, but you dress Halloween. up for you. For dressing up for your husband or dressing up for that and then kind of... Th- but tooling, tooling, or tooling around the neighborhood and stuff, kind of pathetic. That's a... Sh- kind of pathetic. That's a crappy You move. know what it is? It's a, yeah, it is kind of crappy. <laughs> it's a... It's you get a, dressed up, you should bang that. Yeah, way. I... I agree. 100% of yeah. the time. Yeah, Megan does the sugar skull thing and it gets her all fired up. Yeah, like she gets awesome. into... She becomes a character. Yeah, you striking out with uh, Harley Quinn is... That's therapy time. I would go to a therapist like November 1. She's Harley making Quinn. A, making a call. Put the costume off my right to bed. What the hell, Doc? Yeah. Amazia said there's a sexy Chucky. Again, fictional character. I can I can deal yeah. with it. Mr. Rogers is real. Yeah, I just, I just, most of the Harley Quinns that came to my house the other day were just ruining Harley for the other year. I'm sure there were a few that were tolerable. She probably mixed in with like 600 other housewives whose husbands don't pay attention to them as Harley Quinns. And then they didn't no, go the, the, You know, that's Halloween night, and yeah. it's not like you're going to an adult party. Adult party would be a different bird, but all of a sudden you're but taking she did a kid it. around. Yeah. yeah. Ronnie but did the, it. Yeah, but I'm saying for the the fact of having a potential action that night at a Oh, it's no, that's Halloween. awesome. You rally it's up. You ra- no, yeah, you're making absolutely. excuses. Hey, we're good to go. <laughs> no, no, you're making it. They're 
Chicks in costumes, that's what that's why they dress like whores. That's why Vegas exists. You get them dressed up, it's a guarantee. They can't not get enough of themselves. When a woman looks in a mirror and says, I look hot, you're getting laid. You can you you have to work to screw that up, because that's the whole objective is making them feel good about themselves. That's why we compliment them all the time and do all the verbal foreplay beforehand, because that's our way of saying, you know, it's on if you're interested. But if they're dressed up and feeling great, forget about it. It is go. You know, I always look at that too. I like I like Elizabeth Hurley's hot, and uh, J Lo's hot and stuff. But it's like whenever they post pictures of themselves and say, "Look, I'm still hot," it just comes off as bitter and angry at young people. <laughs> just, you know, so you're no, not going to go see Hustlers this no. weekend, mainly because Cardi B's fat ass is in it, and I'm not interested in seeing <laughs> that thing all over the place. I'll see it on HBO in a couple of years, it, and that's kind of just a. Magic Mike without equal pay. It's the same kind of right. idea. So four days ago, your gal. Yeah, she looks this. great. You say you have a problem with her? No, I just I just find it a little bit like okay. It's You're do, if you post your own pictures yeah. of how hot you I'm are, all right with it. I think she looks great. But again, the psyche of it is look how hot I am. Oh, and that's weird to me. And I th- I find it weird with young she's, people, but they she's do. Probably crazy. She's nuts. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I see there more than anything else. I do. Again, I'd nail That's it. Fair. I'd run from it. J-Lo posting pictures going, my butt's still... Got-. I'm like, you can't... You, let other people do that. Like Kate Beckinsale? Or is it Kate just- Beckinsale's do it. She had a few taken of her, and that's okay. Like, somebody's doing it, and well, she doesn't even know. But then she, she showed her ass she, not too long Yeah, ago. she's posting pictures of herself. And it just comes across as, like, angry at age. Or is it taking advantage of the social media and making money? It's out. that, too. But it's also angry at age. I have nothing left. Ages I miss undefeated. Don't sexualize me. Don't sexualize me. And then they turn 50 and they're like, but I still got sexy. It's like, oh, you're nuts. But that's all right. Because all of them are. Yeah, she looks great. But take a picture of me and then post this on, and let everybody know how old I am. If it just said uh, day by the pool, that'd be fine. But she's always like, I'm 51 years old. <laughs> like, all right, we get it. <laughs> Elizabeth Hurley's fantastic. I don't no think question. she... Grandstand so much on the fact that she's really? 51 as Yahoo does. Because yeah. every time Yahoo posts it, they're the ones that say. That's just because you looked at so many pictures. Yeah, that's exactly. You just have an Elizabeth that's Hurley. True. You're so. like, why is Yahoo hey, keep doing all do? these stories? You've got a category I've of Elizabeth Hurley. What's going on? There could be a school shooting and a mall shooting and a guy who ran over an entire parade. Elizabeth Hurley and Elizabeth Hurley here. would be your first story on Yahoo. She's my angel. Yeah. That's what we talk about Brady speed yeah. being so different. Yeah, it's all it's all different. Yours is Elizabeth Hurley seen in bikini by pool, six hundred dead in the worst shooting in American Wait, history. What happened? See Elizabeth Hurley's hot picture. Oh man, she still got some ass going. Yeah, I, I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm saying just look in the mirror at the end and go, "Am I wearing leggings?" Because I know Harley Quinn didn't wear leggings. It's like the year my mom made me a Darth Vader costume. I wasn't Darth. That was some. That was that was pathetic. God, I want to see pictures of that. Yeah, it was it was a great costume, but Darth Vader was the cool thing. You probably think it was great in your it mind. It was. I've seen pictures since, and I'm like, really good job. Except it's not Darth Vader. It wasn't Darth Vader. And he didn't wear cotton. I was just, uh, you know, he had a nice cotton poly and a coat. Those were the worst uh, Halloweens ever back east. You go through all that trouble, and your mom made you wear your winter coat because it was cold out, and just covered up all your work. But yeah, the Darth Vader thing was just spaceman. Just, I was a cool spaceman, but all the other kids. And then you'd see a real Darth Vader walk by, and you're like, man, my parents cheaped out on this one. But my mom sewed it and did all the work. And like, in all that time and energy, you could just bought a Darth Vader outfit. 
Should you do a satin cape? Kind oh, of yeah. By the, yeah. It was nice. It was The whole thing was, like, slick. I looked sharp. Had this cool mask she found, and then, like, but I was just Spaceman. That's it. <laughs> Generic, sad Spaceman. I was the... I was the crappy Duplo to her to Darth Vader's Lego. It was clear I was trying for something, but wasn't that thing. Anyway, uh, give us the band names over there. I need that stuff still. Uh, Holmberg at 98kupd.com. Name my dentist's daughter's band. <laughs> Apple Bottom F Mouth is pretty <laughs> I mean, they're teenagers. Totally inappropriate, awful. But maybe in a few years. Apple Bottom F Mouth will be a thing. Or if you're starting your own punk band, that's pretty good right there. Uh, give us a wake-up song. We're going to tell you what Eric's doing today, and it's a pretty cool, uh, awesome thing you guys did last year. Hopefully uh, we can count on you again this year. We'll let you know about it in seconds. But first, wake us up, 585-9800, and we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! All right, it's uh, 6.30 already, uh, and uh, Eric's going to go out somewhere. This is a pretty good deal here. We did this last year. We're done with the uh, Operation Hydration. The water drive went so incredibly well this year, thanks to everybody who was part of that. But... Uh, you know, why not? If, we're, if you guys are willing to help us out, we're willing to ask. Uh, nice things for the community. And this is a really cool one. Last year, uh, we did this for the first time with kind of our fingers crossed, hoping like this would be a, a minor success. Like we just get a little, we got a massive uh, turnout for this. The KUP deployment. Uh, we put packs together for uh, Arizona troops deployed overseas. And we get it all bottled up. We start collecting today. Eric's going to uh, have it out there this morning where he is. And you can start dropping things off. And then uh, we do a big packing party on Veterans Day out in the parking lot. We loaded up tons of boxes. Now, the fun part of this wasn't uh, the work involved in the drop-offs. That's always nice. The fun part was the immediacy of the pictures and the thank yous and the stuff that started to come back from these troops that were overseas. We got a bunch, like, fast. The day that thing got mailed out, I think we had a, a four days later, we had a picture sent back to us through an email that said, hey, we got we got your stuff and we couldn't thank you more. Some uh, group out there that was, uh, I think that was Afghanistan, that they're just kind of hanging out in the desert and they got a little have, piece of home. They have love the email it. right here from uh, oh, you have it, Derek W. Strucker reaching out to see if it's possible to get in touch with John Holmberg. I wanted to thank him personally for the packages we received in Kabul, Afghanistan. Yeah. The infantry infantrymen of Fox Detachment. One one fifty eight infantry battalion are most grateful and appreciative. If he would respond with his email address, we'd appreciate it. We can get a hold of him and thank him in yeah, person. I talked to I talked to a bunch of guys out there, and it was pretty great. And it was immediate. I couldn't believe how fast that went from a nice thing done here to a tangible touch it, feel it uh, for those guys uh, wherever they were. And they were, they were I think we had like fourteen hundred Arizona service people overseas last year, and it's probably about the same number now. Uh, and we just want to send them a little piece of home. It mattered. It really mattered. And uh, so what we're doing is uh, you can look at the list on uh, 98kpd.com, and we're going to box up like tooth, tooth by last year was toothbrushes. Wet wipes were the big yeah, thing. Wet wipes, love uh, wet wipes. crew length socks, yep. black ones they have to be black, uh, disposable razors, uh, full-size dental floss, full-size toothpaste, lip balm, and travel-size foot body powder. Yeah, the gold bond, the little. I'm going to hit up my dentist for more tooth stuff because they gave us a ton of stuff last year. The tough one is, so we're teaming up with Safeway and Albertsons this year, so it might be a little harder to get those black socks. Yeah. But uh, so you might have to pick those up. We'll work on that. If we can get a big, somebody who's a big sock, uh, like if you're a, uh, we had people last year, it's like I'm a veteran, and they'd come by with boxes of, what do you need? And they dropped off this massive boxes of socks and things like that. They have to be black, though. Yep. Can't be white, can't be gray. Black crew length socks for these guys out there. Uh, they don't get a lot of them, so uh, it means a lot when you send them this kind of stuff. It's unbelievable. The response was unbelievable. So uh, we're boxing them up, sending them out November 11th, right here at the KUPD Studios. 
uh, Eric's going to be starting the collection this morning at Safeway, McDowell and 7th Street, right downtown. And if you want to go out to the McDowell and 7th Street Safeway today uh, and roll in there and grab some stuff, it's great. Just, uh, the you know, toothpaste, toothbrushes, uh, the dental floss, the wet wipes, all that stuff. Just it's it, you can't imagine how happy it makes. I mean, we kind of take it for granted sitting back here. It's like I can just run to the store real fast and grab that. Uh, it's tough on them to not have these things. And plus, a little note from home, which always uh, gets those guys because they're not going to be here for the holidays. They're not going to be here uh, by the time this rolls out. It'll be close to Thanksgiving. And they're going to be sitting in some, you know, grub tent, slugging down crappy, uh, you know, military turkey. You don't want that. So they get a little taste of home. Hey, it's maybe nice. it's good military it's not. turkey. I've never had it. Actually, I like the MREs. I had a friend who was in there, and he gave me MREs, and I ate them. And I'm like, these aren't bad. And he goes, try it for three months straight. That's all you eat. I'm like, yeah, I can imagine that would get a little old. It's not bad right now. And he's like, yeah, I had nothing but those noodles and this weird lasagna. Yeah, there's probably two or three that you'll like, and you'll just do that over yeah, and well, over. Yeah, well, that's what he said. He had, yeah. The noodle one he had that he liked, was a bug, he had a big box of them. And he said, I was humping those things all over the place. And then he said, I had this, the weird lasagna one, which I didn't, he didn't have, so I didn't try it. But he had pictures of his food. Uh, uh, but the noodle one, I'm like, yeah, that's not bad. I don't know what you're complaining about. He's got three months, 90 solid days of that twice a day. You go ahead and tell me how much that, uh, that sits in your palate. And I'm like, ugh, no. How do, when they come back, they must just go... Crazy oh, at the food. Eating. The food has to be like the first thing they do. Like, I need real food. I was in Australia for 12 days, and the first thing I wanted when I landed here was a burger full of steroids and stuff because they're all their food's natural. Like, oh, disgusting. Give me one of them tainted poison burgers America serves. It makes us fat and huge and taller. We've gotten taller thanks to our food. That's for sure. Uh, but you can go out there and help it out uh, today. McDowell Road and 7th Street. Eric's also going to have Godsmack tickets. Stone Temple Pilots, you can sign up to win those. And uh, uh, a whole bunch of KUPD stuff there. So we thank you in advance. Hopefully this goes as well as last year because that was great. And everybody says, support the troops, support the troops. you got to do more than just stand up at a uh, sporting event and clap when they say support the troops. This is an actual way you can do it. And it uh, helps out the best you can. I mean, these guys, it's not forgotten, but it certainly is back page news now. That there's still quite a lot of people just standing there overseas waiting for the worst to happen. And who knows? Hopefully nothing. But uh, they're out there all the time. And uh, you got to think about them sometimes. The veteran stays right around the corner. It's much quicker than you think. So head on down there this morning. Help us out. That'd be awesome. Safeway, 7th Street, and McDowell. And also, it's talk like a pirate day. So ah, you can wander down there and help out the troops as a pirate with Eric this morning. I think that would be fantastic. That used to be a lot of fun when we had Captain Wazoo, but since he's passed... He's not bad. He's not? Oh, my God. Oh, no, he lost all that weight. He just looks like a different guy. He killed the old Captain Watson. You think the uh, Laughing Dragon might be uh, docked the ship? You think? I haven't. Uh, well, I'm friends with him on social media, and I haven't really seen too many not doing pirate, pirate photos. Stuff. Yeah, he's more normalized. Run its course, you think? Maybe. I don't know. It kind of goes back to the Harley Quinn thing. There's an age-appropriate level to that where you start looking foolish at a certain point. Uh you're 50 and you're dressing as a pirate for real and you're going to bars with other 50-year-old pirates. You, you come across as less than... Like, if college kids do it, it's like, those guys are having a great time. 50-year-olds do it, and it's like, those guys are mentally deranged. I like Captain Wazoo. He's I love Captain Wazoo, but I didn't go out with him. Man, there was nothing funnier when he went down the river with us. As the pirate. <laughs> oh, and dressed in the pirate gear. It's yeah. 110 degrees. Because he couldn't take it off. He, well, he's you, pale white. And also, nobody <laughs> wanted to see that. No. It was a floating Volkswagen that, that gets sunburns. He had his rum. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. great. Oh, he's an awesome guy. But again, there's a certain level where uh, if I'm in a bar 
And a group of 50-year-old pirates come in. And I'm like, at first, I'm like, that's adorable. And then afterwards, I wish those pirates would shut up. That's annoying. We're leaving. Hey, <laughs> welcome to the Laughing Dragon. You're, what do you do? Insurance. They should show up at bars for, like, raiders and buccaneers. Yes. Uh, when there's an appropriate need for it. Inappropriate pirate appearances are just people you don't want to deal with too often. But he was fun. And talk like a pirate day is great. So if you're listening out there and you're in the gear, come on by. We'll gladly have the pirate game. But it is talk like a pirate day. And Brady uh, said this morning, if you go in and talk like a pirate at Long John Silver's, they'll give you something free. If you come in dressed as a pirate, they give you even more stuff free. So I'm going to go in there dressed as not a pirate and not eat any Long John Silver's, and I'm the real winner. I don't think you get anything free. At what, at Long John? Long John Silver's. I'm not looking to get anything free. I'm looking for nothing from Long John Silver's. We you tried get, that one yeah. time, and they were really mad we came in. Yeah. But they go and go, They say you talk like a pirate, you get a free piece of fish. And yeah. if you dress like one, you get the two pieces of fish Oh, it is real? Basket. Oh, that's very real. Yeah. joking around. Oh, very Long real. John Silvers. That's why we need to go and not as pirates and just go, no, thank you. Just wander into, today, wander into Arr, Long John Silvers yeah. and say, Arr, no, thanks. <laughs> Look at them embracing it. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, they're when trying. When we were going over there, they, they, they weren't embracing, embracing it. nothing. No, we went Why in there. Why don't you put your tongues in the basket, Tar? And we didn't even go in there with that. We didn't go in there as talk like a pirate. We had it amongst ourselves, went into the thing. He was just unhappy that Long John Silver's had customers. It broke the peace that the man had all day long. This is the first time he had to actually work at Long John Silver's in a long time. Went over and looked at the fryers like it was his first day. Nobody's ever ordered any food here. What do I do? You guys know you're at Long John Silver's, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're here. You still want to eat? Just going to the drive through that one piece. Arr, I'll take a piece of fish. I have my free piece of fish, please. Arr, arr, arr. Long John Silver's is less of a restaurant and more of a concept uh, mentally. So we don't serve actual food because ugh. You, you really wanted food here? Come on, those hush puppies are good. No, they're not. They're not? They're, no, they're, they're I don't think so. Awful. I think it's all nostalgia for Yeah, you. I think it's been so years. It's with the mouths in your it's mouth. Not. They're not. It's, all, it's all member berries. Long John Silver, the hush puppies are not good. <laughs> hey, look at this little, little ball of sand they've deep fried. <laughs> you know, you're supposed to cook the corn before <laughs> yeah. you make a hush puppy <laughs> out of it. What is this? Oh, I believe that was a rock wrapped in breading. Uh, you made the mistake of coming along, John Silvers. That kid was pissed we came in there. He had a day planned where he was going to take a little nap between 1130 and 1, maybe get up and like walk around so the cameras inside caught him moving, and then uh, he's going to read a book maybe or do some homework or something. He did not want to deal with customers because he never has to. That's why you work at Long John Silvers. Quieter than a library in there. I hate talk like a pirate day. I'm going to see at least six, seven people. <laughs> can't handle that. I can't do that kind of rush. Well, now they got a special. He's really going to get angry. Well, yeah, now it's free. Pretty be interesting. Interesting. You, do, you do say free and people will be like, I'll give it a try again. I'll go over to Long John. Long John Silver's value is exactly what that is today. They'll be like me. Remember when they were in their 20s. Pat. I loved it. Pat. Here's your free fish, man. When oh, I uh, oh, lived at that house with the wrestling ring in the backyard years ago, remember that? Oh, yeah. I, uh, there was a Long John Silver's by me, so I mm-hmm. had to buy there. And eat? Yeah, man, that's brave. There's one down in, young and in Gilbert that's a split. It's half Long John Silver's, half Taco Bell. So it's half where people eat. Half, <laughs> so so half you eat double. Taco Bell all the time? <laughs> so, yeah, there's, so there's a line like right down the center and then an empty side. Oh, the Long John Silver. 
<laughs> you get something for the Joey Ramirez says you get something free every time you go to Long John Silver's diarrhea and vomiting. <laughs> ah. Diet line. Arby's laughs at you, Long John Silver's. Arby's. <laughs> Arby's points and goes, at least we're not them. Arby's has great commercials. They got a great marketing team. I'm still trepidatious about eating it. But I do laugh at the we have the meats. And then you got Archer on there at the end saying, for sandwiches. <laughs> but yeah, Long John Silver's the free. I'm, I'm shocked that they've made just enough money to. to they're stealing. They're, they're truly pirates because there's no way they're making money on the fish. They have to have. There has to be a front for drug running overseas. Still linked to the it, Long John Silver. Who would ever look inside Long John Silver's for the cocaine delivery? I would imagine it is the. It is like the center point of all cocaine delivery. That's flour. <laughs> right, that's all that comes in because no they one, never no, need no food. No one wants to go in there. They haven't ordered a fish there in, I don't know, 25 years. I've never met anybody that says, where do you want to go? Long John So It's never been a suggestion on anyone's mind. Never? But today, ever? Ever. When's the last time that happened to you? When Eric was 16? Right. Well, what about you? Like, no, when's the I last time someone said, let's go to Long John Silver's and it wasn't a joke? Never. Maybe when we were driving by. We did it that day as a joke. Uh, for Talk Like a Pirate Day. And we looked at each other like, there's a this reason no one's here. This is weird. There's a truck every day that's dropping off fresh Cocaine. canal bass. Yeah, Salt maybe. River. <laughs> maybe that's why all those people are uh, fishing in the canals. Maybe they're long That would be Silver's their best team. fish, Brady. Fresh canal bass. <laughs> we're the LJS fishing team here in the old Arizona <laughs> canal system. We like to stand outside behind Oso and smell the real food while we bring in the lunkers. There's got I see fishermen over by us in the canal all the time, and I never see them catching anything. No, well, I do. I've seen them catch stuff, and then like, oh, I've seen them pull out a couple. Hi, my name's Terry from Long John Silver's. Looks like you got quite a haul today. <laughs> We'd like to. Offer We'd like you to cash. offer you twenty five dollars for that. I caught thirty eight fish. Man, they need to get on those fishing tournaments. Get Long a, John get Silver's. Get one of those ce- celebrity fishers. I don't think they're in the game of fish. Or Long John Silver's. The fishermen, yeah, sponsor a bass boat. I just don't think. They're in the fish business. I don't think they'd stay away from all things nautical because then it would draw attention to them. <laughs> this guy just sent me a Long John Silver customer review. He goes, will you please read this as a pirate? <laughs> from St. Clairsville, Ohio. On several occasions, my wife and I have stopped here, and every time it's something new that's bad. We're out of fish, they say. Meals messed up. My wife stopped by to give them another chance. As we're all human and make some mistakes. My wife asked for a two-piece fish meal and a supper after working a hard day. I opened my box with two fish, and yes, they managed to get that part right, but it was only two fish with a cup of gravy. (laughs) No mashed potatoes, no hush puppies, just fish with gravy. I love you, Long John, but I can no longer go there and support any other LJSers for that matter. Just ridiculous. Getting harder and harder to find a restaurant where you get your money's worth, and it's just sad. Well, they've got a huge marketing budget because there are four different NASCAR numbers on this car. you got 38, 8, 34, 37. <laughs> That's where they're spending all their money, John. I happened to park <laughs> one of your stores here in Las Vegas. Worst mistake of my life. We went to register and get discount coupons. You're drawn in. <laughs> Printed them, and when I went to redeem them, all I heard was, We don't accept these coupons. I ordered two piece cod. I'm stoled afterwards, we're out of hush puppies. We'll, ex- we'll accept the two can dine, but nothing else. Tables were dirty, benches had food all over them. 
When you sign up online, they offer you a one-piece fish and fries just for signing up. But they don't accept the offer. Sign up now and get two-piece for free. Uh, offer not valid. John, you lay off Los Pescos Hermanos. <laughs> That's what it is. We visited the KFC Long John Silver's close to Six Flags in Jackson, New Jersey. Great adventure indeed. We should have known by the piled up trash and overflowing cans in the front front door we should have gone somewhere else. Upon entering the dining room we found plenty of room. But not one clean table. The floor it was dirty and had actual trash on it. We told the cashier to have someone clean the table for us and she rolled her eyes and said no. <laughs> we had to wait quite a while for someone to do that. And just as he wiped off the table, not the seats, he ignored the rest of the dining room. And again, not at all busy. Went to the bathroom equally as filthy. I plan never to eat at Long John Silver's again. Hey, Bogan, you shut your mouth. I'm pretty sure Long John Silver's is doing something you're not opening for business today. Oh, there you go. go. There you go. <laughs> well done. Yeah, how did Long John Silver's beat you? They don't have commercials. They don't have a radio station. They don't have anything. They've been around for a while. I know, Brady. They some deep pockets. That's, uh, they must be very deep, and that's why I say it's a cocaine trade. John, you and your highfalutin blood, you lay off us hillbillies and rednecks. Love us some Long John Silvers. No, you don't. <laughs> You're forced to eat it. You're forced you to You have eat a dollar. <laughs> and a coupon. It's, it's, a it's dollar Jeremy. It's Jeremy. Sometimes you have to choke down Long John Silvers. I tell you what, you get a raise at work. It's the last time you're going to f- Long John Silver's. And that'll be your own thing. You know you don't want to go there. You have to. You have your Chipotle and knock <laughs> yourself right. out. You have a lootin' one percenter. You don't want to go. No, you're the second you get out of that tax bracket, you're not going to Long John Silver's anymore. Trust me. Um, you get and all. And that time we went there, it was like, hey, it's one time a year. Let's just and we it, also make it a thought, tradition. And after that, we, also we thought, don't need to make it a tradition. Maybe we forgot about it. You know, maybe yeah, it is good. Give him a shot. And we went back in there and we're like, my God, this is the worst experience I've ever had. Hilarious, because we're like, this is why we don't go. <laughs> We've graduated from it. And it's like they just don't see what other fast food restaurants are doing to work. And they're still around. Arby's has a dick for a logo, and they're still around. <laughs> Brady, I don't know how you did that. You needed more, uh, like, strange little hidden gems, little cookies in your logo. The eye in Porkopolis should have been a wang, evidently. I drive by Arby's. I'm like, how have they been getting away with that cowboy hat dick for years? Nobody said a thing. Disney would have gotten just taken to over. It would have been horrible. Yeah, you get all this stuff for free if you want to go there. No other fish place offering talk like it because they don't want to. It's not all this stuff. They don't it's want a to... piece of fish That's or a two-piece. <laughs> That's true. Well, the fish basket comes with But I guess that is gravy. pretty much the menu, right? I don't know if they Yeah. What else could they give away? They're not giving away Chips. burgers. You got your... Uh... Fries. Yeah, they're just French fries. Just because you call them chips. Is there slaw? Probably. Tartar. I think your fish basket is slaw or potatoes. And then two pieces of disgusting uh, Long John Silver's fish. (laughs) I'll have the disgusting two piece, please. (laughs) It just says it on the menu. (laughs) The ridiculously gross two piece, please. One ridiculously gross two-piece, one disgusting two-piece. John, you're a dick. I guess I just grew up on it because I pull in 65 a year, dude. I don't eat fish there, though. Yeah, right. It's all chicken and hush puppies for me. <laughs> you, you've learned, and you're about $10,000 away from never eating their chicken again. <laughs> That's the threshold? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> about 75 grand. You're like, mm, 
I'm going to Chick-fil-A. Maybe his wife works. If his wife works, does that help? Oh, my God. If you're a two-income family and you're still going to Long John Silver's. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You're just holding on to, like, you're trying not to be hoity-toity. Be hoity-toity. It's better here. Okay. <laughs> they, they have branched out. They're doing chicken. Yeah, that's what he just and said. And shrimp. Yeah. But their, their chicken is just leftover fish with, like, perfume on it to make you think it's chicken. John Long John Silver's is just the WNBA of the fish market. <laughs> it is. <laughs> That's a weird that thing. That is a weird juxtaposition. Made my head spin. <laughs> Get a clam boat. No thanks. <laughs> clams. Fast food clams. No risk there. Keep eating Chipotle, Whitey. More, more Long John Silver's for me. Man, you struck a chord. <laughs> well, it's going to hit the people who are stuck in Long John. I, I understand it's a thing, but I know why. And I tell you right now, I don't know if I'm Whitey, but Brownie, I suppose. Brownie? I don't know. <laughs> I don't Let know me what, tell you something. Yeah, who are you? Let me tell you something, Brownie. <laughs> uh, the second you graduate from it, you're never going back. John, I know one thing. When my day is going really good, I go to Long John so I can be disappointed. <laughs> right. If I need to crush my day, things are going too well. I need to balance this. I'm going to have the disgusting two-piece, please. That's their story. Like a pirate. We treat every moment as an opportunity to celebrate the food we love most from the place we love most. The sea. <laughs> We have always believed that our unique seafood experience should be accessible to all. But our love of the sea goes much deeper. We work to serve our oceans as faithfully as we serve our customers. Because we believe whenever you can make waves, you have to. Mission statement, Brady. Did you have one? Did you have one of those? Yeah, we that, didn't. You were kind of. The evolution of barbecue yeah, was sort of your... You needed a little story. Yeah. We had a background story. Yeah, that is depressing, Brady. John, I've, I've met Jeremy, and I got to say, after this conversation, it does seem like he's the perfect demographic for LJS. Huge. He's the type that sees Red Lobster as regular Sea Ocean 44. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Bay 44. <laughs> Brackish Ocean 44. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly it. And look, I'm not saying you have to eat at Ocean 44 or Steak 44 every day. I'm just saying you shouldn't eat at Long John Silver's ever in your life. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Arr, you don't know what he's talking about. That's quality seafood. Where else can you get clams through a drive-thru? That is a horrible idea. Well-cooked fish that's been stored away at room temperature sometimes for days on end. When was this caught, cod caught? It was the late 90s. That's a aged well beauty caught. Yeah, ask, ask him next time. It's like, how fresh is this? <laughs> when was this fish brought in? It's all dry-aged. <laughs> Two weeks ago. It's dry-aged, <laughs> rotted fish. John, would you ever abandon your laxative diet and consider have. going to Long John Silver's? Don't have a laxative diet. But if I did want to blow the system clean <laughs> and I didn't have any lax and I drove past, <laughs> you know, it's not a bad idea. Give me some of them clams and cook them normal. What you consider normal. <laughs> I need to a lung. <laughs> yeah. We give the Long John Silvers a hard time because they're just terrible. Wow. John, you're really far more optimistic about rednecks than we are about ourselves. We're not getting out of this tax bracket, dude. We make the max we can make doing what we do. Get off our backs. <laughs> what? That's it, man. I'm not trying any harder. That's it, brother. <laughs> Hit the Peter Principle. This ceiling is not glass. It is cement. It's as high as I want to go.
John, how do you feel about Pete's? Pete's Fish and Chips is great if you're drunk. And I mean great. My problem with Pete's Fish and Chips, and I don't know if that's changed or not, is the uh, uh, cash-only situation. which made me feel like yeah. I was running some sort of laundry. <laughs> it's like 2 in the morning. Cash only. Why? Just cash, man. What's going on? I wouldn't there? want to be doing cash. Yeah, exactly. And they're doing late nights, and everybody's just standing there with cash. And I'm not comfortable with that. But I've had I've had Pete's a couple times, where it's been okay. So wait, John, you're telling me fish don't age like wine? <laughs> no. Don't uh, the Long John Silver serve? The sea is a bounty of food that lasts a lifetime in our freezer. John, I love your show for per- <laughs> for, for perspective. I can happily say after listening to your show that in my 42 years, I have never eaten at LJS. Mm. And from your conversations, don't think I'll never need to. Yeah, you should try it. I will say that. Just you once? One time you have to give it a run. Just to know. That was my first the time that we went. That was the first time you ever went to a Long John Silver? Yeah. Wow. Privileged white. Chelsea Handler over here. <laughs> we just didn't have them around in the neighborhood. I know. Privileged white neighborhood. Why would they build the Long John Silvers where you are? That's guaranteed failure. John, I came here from Australia, and apparently I had some a-hole friends, because I didn't know better. I gave it a try on their recommendation. My back door instantly regretted it, and I had to pad it. Oh, oh no. Never mind. Did it pad up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A man pond? One of his first trips. He had to pat it down with some wet paper. Oh, pat after, it. After, th- after finishing the blowout. I thought he had such a yeah, bad situation, he, he padded pat up. It. He had to get a five, like a girl with a big one. One of them pads Logan. with the numbers on it says five on the end. It's like one of them big lady pads. Every time I say that, too, I get emails from some woman that's like, it doesn't mean you have a big one. I'm like, well, you're clearly uh, announcing yourself to me as a five. It doesn't mean you have a big one. <laughs> Look, lady, just go get two twos and a one and don't embarrass yourself in the checkout anymore. The one doesn't mean anything if you have a low flow. Yeah, but five means you've got a garage. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Two twos and a one, lady. That's all. Just just start stacking. Stack them like cordwood in there. I hate you. And then just like, I love you. Afterward, they love it deep down. But putting a number ranking on tampons and stuff, that's a terrible idea. You got to go up there and either announce that you got a garage in there or that it's just an uncontrollable tsunami every 28 days. Five. <laughs> Two twos and a one. Makes it look like you're buying for your, your teen daughters. I'm a five. Oh, deal breaker. You're going to wreck every vacation we've ever tried to take, five. I'm a five. It lasts eight days. Sometimes we need new sheets. Five, please. Women should have to buy those like we have to buy razors. You have to go ask a guy to come unlock the cabinet. Five. Oh, oh. No, it's not. It doesn't mean that. Here's your five, ma'am. Sorry. Why? Why? Well, you got a garage down there. It's not what it means. It just means I ruin all my husband's vacations. Yes, we know. We know. We know what a five is. You're probably, right now, you're probably going. I need some fives and a jug of vape juice. <laughs> I have 14 day periods and 14 days of cramps and then more. More vacations ruined. I'm a five. Two twos and a one. Take it from me. It's less embarrassing at the checkout. Uh, what's on the big board of musical treats over there, Rick? Uh, it's brought to you by ELOteam.com. If you need to buy a house, I guess you can go see Eric this morning. Put him to work. Sons announcer Kevin Ray says, Long John Silver is the real deadliest cat. <laughs> well done. He can't do that on the Suns broadcast. 
I shouldn't say his name, but good one. Oops. Oops. Sorry. I hope Long John Silver sponsors three-pointers this year. <laughs> Devin Booger with another one downtown. All the way by the Long John Silver's bringing you a $100 donation. That's a deep cast. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From the deep water. <laughs> Long John Silver's brings you a $100 donation. What a shot. What a fish. Catch the trawler. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he's got Mudvayne, Velvet Revolver. She builds quick machines. Black Sabbath. Love that song. Haven't heard it in forever. Velvet right. Revolver it is. This is a great one. We need to do this one for Night of the Singing Dead. This is a great Yeah, that'd be song. That'd be, a, that'd be a fun one. Yeah. All right. That's coming up in October. There you go. And I'm also excited that John Lovitz is coming in today. Lovitz always makes me uh, happy. I want John Lovitz in a little while. I don't know where he's at. Probably stand-up live downtown. He's probably bouncing all over up there to the, the one at Desert Ridge and downtown and everything else. Have him in on Talk Like a Pirate thing. <laughs> he could be a big pirate fan. I don't think so. Maybe. I doubt it. <laughs> I love Long John Silver. Said no one. I know why the uh, Long John Silver thing didn't happen for me so late. It's because growing up, if if there was fish and chips. Hungry Howies. Arthur Treacher's. Oh, Arthur Treacher's, right. The up that was kind of the Midwest. Long John Silver. Did they ever have those here? No. At Long John Silver's. <laughs> and you know they never close. No matter how empty, no matter what. A good run. Long John Silver's. The, well, one, the one by my house in Tempe, still there. But you see what they've done now to try and trick you? No, it's half an hour. They con- yeah, they yeah it's comboed house. up. Yeah. With a Taco Bell, there's Sometimes one with Pizza Hut, Hut, A&W. KFC occasionally. Ooh. I think. I think you're Is it under the Yum Foods brand? I think it's in that grouping. Yeah, there's the, it's like the Neapolitan ice cream, though. Like they, They're the strawberry. <laughs> it's always just always the same. No, nobody ever touches it, and then the other one's just trash. The Taco Bell is full. Yeah, I just don't understand. Anyway, the deadliest cat. Yeah, uh, how many times they're looking there? Uh, Locos Doritos Taco or <laughs> Fish? <laughs> Darn it! Both. Best of both worlds. Uh, no. <laughs> I'll have the taco diarrhea. That's at least tasty. Uh, Eric's out this morning for the uh, KUP deployment. We told you about it. McDowell and 7th Street. We'll tell you what's going on there in just a little bit. You got it ready to go? Yep. All right. It's a great song. Velvet Revolver. She builds quick machines. It is uh, your wake-up song. It's 98 KUPD. Go! Love Ghost. I absolutely love Ghost. That is uh, Faith right there. It is uh, 723 in the morning sickness. And Eric is out there this morning. New cool thing starting. Uh, for all of us, and Eric is out uh, and on the on the on the front lines. We'll say at the Safeway, McDowell and Seventh Street. He had to cut through some pretty spooky neighborhoods to get around something going on in the I-10. But he got there, he made it, and it's time for KUP deployment patch to start. Now, this is a pretty cool thing we did last year for Veterans Day. Uh, we did a packing party on Veterans Day and sent it out to all of the uh, troops that are overseas from Arizona. There are like fourteen hundred troops overseas from Arizona. We were hoping for like six or seven hundred boxes to fill. They're not huge. They're those FedEx, uh, kind of the skinny packs. Yep. But it came, you know, we'd send them socks and uh, dental stuff, uh, wet wipes, which they love, uh, lip balm, sunscreen. Well, there's a whole bunch of other things on the list at 98kpd.com. And uh, they absolutely loved it. We ended up getting probably close to like 1,200, I think. We almost got all of them covered, which is first time out. was pretty amazing. So let's see if we can do all of them this year. Uh, Eric's out this morning to kick it all off. McDowell and 7th Street at Safeway. And today... Uh, I don't care if whatever you want to do, Eric. If you want to like focus in on one thing, or if you want to just kind of, you know, meh, we'll, we'll just whatever we can take today. What are you What are you looking at? 
Yeah, I mean, whatever we can take, you know, I don't know how the supplies are inside the Safeway, so, like, whatever you see in there, uh, gold bond, travel size gold bond, razors, toothpaste, toothbrushes, floss, black crew socks. Just go to the website if you want a complete list of uh, things that we need uh, for KUBD deployment. But uh, come on down, drop it off. We have the boxes ready to go. We need to fill these suckers so we can ship them off Monday, November 11th at the KUPD studios. Uh, also, if you drop off some prizes, while they last, you know, uh, I have some tickets for you. I got the Colt October 5th at Arizona State Fair, and I have Monster Jam at State Farm Stadium on October 5th. So first people that drop off stuff for KVD deployment are going to get hooked up with these tickets. It's that simple. That's all you got to do. Bring a uh, decent amount of things, and we'll give you these tickets. Also, uh, we got some sign-ups for Godsmack, Stone Temple Pilots, uh, Bandanas. Got some uh, 40th anniversary KVD T-shirts. Drop off stuff. We're going to try to hook you up. While supplies last. Safeway until 9 o'clock, McDowell Road and 7th Street. And I have to tell you, John, I am an expert driver. Mm-hmm. I got off the highway. It was, it was crazy. I don't know, there was some crash near the 51 exit or something. And so I got off on like 24th Street and I, I took the side street yeah. and I saw some things, man. Yeah. There are things out there early in the morning. Yeah. I saw one hooker with a lot of side boob going on. You, you know when they're ladies of the night, don't you? You could kind of just tell. I like when they're ladies of dawn. Of the yeah, morning. No they're like ladies of the first thing in the morning. Yeah, there's nothing Angel better the morning. than a hooker who has to take her kids to school and then go stand on the corner. It is a it is an odd time where the night meets the morning and the day starts to break. <laughs> and you see the, the night people uh, interacting with the normal people. And it's very strange. But, yeah, some weird stuff goes on right around that 51 interchange. The with changing the, of the guard. Yeah, right where all the freeways kind of stack up. That little corner there is very odd. Thomas is the walk in a yeah. street in Phoenix. You get on Thomas and it's just a bunch of crazies There's walking around. There's always walking going on. It's like the only street in the whole city that everybody's walking. It's DUI Central. Well, it's like their I, corridor. Let me tell you what I saw. It was the craziest thing. So after I saw the lady of the night, you know, she's finishing up her stig and, you know, getting ready for the next one. Uh, I go down a few blocks and there's a chihuahua sitting on the corner. And I'm like, oh, my God, this chihuahua is going to get run over. He's just sitting there. And so light changes i stop and he is abiding by the rules he saw the light he sees the the white light come on he crosses the crosswalk stays right in between the mm-hmm. lines goes to the other side eric <laughs> this is a savvy street dog eric you're a, you. you're a racist that wasn't a chihuahua that was a very small malnourished mexican boy <laughs> was it yes he's a kindergarten like a chihuahua <laughs> well don't say that that's not right they don't all I look like chihuahuas it. No, see, you're twisting things. Racist day you're game too. Twisting, it's twisting. Yeah, no, that is oh, pretty impressive. Weird. That he's like, okay, I've got these streets figured out, man. This is easy stuff. <laughs> Don't go until the little person shows up on the thing. Right there, the hand that says stay. That is what my my owners do. They say stay. And they put the hand up, and it's the same thing they do for their street uh, walkers. It's Every morning stuff. they open that front door. All right, go out. Yeah. Go for uh, your walk. I'm going to take myself for a walk for a little while, and uh, I'll be back in a little bit. I'm sure you'll still be home, <laughs> jobless weirdos. <laughs> Nicole asked him when I got here. He wasn't on a leash or anything. Or there was no owner around. I'm like, do you know where you are? Yeah, that do you, do you understand? Yeah. <laughs> Responsibility? <laughs> I got to go to work. Walk yourself. <laughs> Okay, okay, I get it. He's got to get a job. He's trabajoing. I'll walk myself. Don't worry. I let myself in and out. I might as well just take my own walks and think about life. <laughs> I'd like to have seen video of that. It was pretty... I should have... Yeah. yeah, damn it. I should have taken the video. It was It was cool.
All right. Well, anyway, I'm here till 9, uh, McDowell Road and 7th Street looking for uh, dogs doing tricks. I just wonder how many times that dog has been on walks with friend dogs and then, like, his friend dog doesn't understand crossing the road and gets, <laughs> also, no, don't go, also. And he watched so many of his, Chavo, Chavo, no. <laughs> there has to be a system. <laughs> there has to be a system. I've seen too many things. And you then he realized, you, there. you have to stop at these little spots and look for the light. I have seen my Oso, Chavo, Some of them beep. Paco, other Paco, Paco 3. They've all been killed. And I figured it out. It's that sign over there, you see. That's what all those little crosses are. They're uh, all yeah, over little dogs. There, right? They're little dogs. He's, and that little guy you saw is hammering them in. We lost Oso 2. Oso 2 is gone. Uh, he went, he did not. I told him about the signs. He's not, he's dumb. He was this dumb dog. And then they see white people uh, walking their dogs on leashes. And they go, look at that over there. He's tied to his owner. Pussy. <laughs> I'm going to walk my dogs. I'm going to walk all my dogs in a pack through that neighborhood. Look at this pile of tied to their owner dumbasses. Pussies. I walk myself. I'm a grown up. You're 11. You have hip dysplasia and you still can't take yourself for a walk? You can go 20 feet. Sorry. I like I like your little dog. Uh, well, thanks for sharing, Eric. And next time, get video of that, because that is a wildly impressive animal. Absolutely. Talk right, we'll, to you guys later. There you go. Eric's out there this morning. KUP Deployment, McDowell Road and 7th Street, and magic puppies everywhere. Uh, you can pick them up take them, too. Nobody ever seems to ever put up a sign for missing dogs. As many as we stole from Guadalupe. Never once oh, was wow. there a sign. Come on. We took tons of dogs out of Guadalupe. And cats... Saying they don't have supplies. What do you mean? They have paper and stuff. They <laughs> have paper. What's the matter with these two? <laughs> what paper? They have paper and pens. Really? <laughs> no, they have paper, but they just don't have the need to put up missing pit bull blood on chest because well, their neighbors will get it. <laughs> Kids are very sad. <laughs> Doesn't happen. He's okay. We'll get another one. It's the neighborhood watchdog. Yeah, I guess they're all over. Like Guadalupe, they weren't a dozen dogs we took out of there. Easy. Like, that's it. I'm taking this one. Tick-ridden puppies? Your tick-ridden dog, Tick? Yep. yep. I have Elgato Diablo de Guadalupe still in my house. Yep. And every morning he thanks me. <laughs> you are the greatest man alive. You realize this, right? And thank you for my milkies. He's fat, diabetic. He'd have died years ago. I turned him into an American. <laughs> <laughs> he's lazy, he's fat, he's diabetic. <laughs> he might as well be white. Typical. <laughs> if he could be on Medicaid. Yeah, I mean, if, I, if I could get him uh, sucking on the, the government teat, this cat would be the most uh, American thing I've ever seen. He was a street kitten when I found him. Making life work. Anyway, uh, McDowell and 7th Street this morning at Safeway. Uh, Brady, it's time for you to give us all the news that only you know. Brought to you by our friends at Hooters and Hooters. Is uh, the place for all the football specials. Get the quarterback for ten ninety nine. Ten select boneless wings and select draft beer at Hooters. Brady reported. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy talk like a pirate. Yeah, day. talk like a pirate day. Did you get your free cheeseburger? Oh, you did. You went and had an Impossible Burger yesterday. Kind of on no, cheeseburger. Yeah, uh, Wasn't yesterday. Was oh. Monday. You skipped out on the burger day because you're doing the. I did. I had a patty. Mountain. I had a patty. Yesterday. Oh, you did. You yeah. That's all I ate on the Red Mountain because I'm but such you... a red meat fan. I had meat wads every day for lunch. I'd have half a pound of delicious raw beef, and I am in heaven. But you had a impossible meat patty. 
Yeah. I just tried the straight up possible. You can tell the difference, can you? But you can tell. Better than I thought. But you can, but that's that's because you you can tell. You can tell the difference. I've had one in my life, and somebody told me it was fantastic, and you can't tell. The texture is pretty accurate. It was a homeless man's wet sock. It's the grossest thing I've ever eaten. And uh, I could tell the difference. Looking at it, they try to doll it up. It looks like a burger. You bite it, it feels like a burger. And then you start to eat it, and it tastes like Just eat. Got a couple of fun facts. The word condolence comes from the Latin word condole, which means to suffer together. My condolences. I suffer with thee. Les Paul is the only person in both the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the National Inventors Hall of Fame. For the electric guitar? Yep. Wow. The time when the largest percentage of the world is sleeping? Now. It's 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Approximately 57% of the people in the world are sleeping at that hour. Because of India and China. Yeah. It's overnight there. Yeah. You got three billion right there. Let alone, you know, third shifters. Don't snap at me. (laughs) I'm just saying. I mean, like, who doesn't know (laughs) that when uh, most of the world's asleep, it's when it's nighttime in India and China? Come on. That's about all you need to know. Because you throw in all the rest of it. Australia's down there. They don't have a lot of people, but there's still extra, so it's just gravy. Of course, that's when most of the world's asleep. It's China, for God's sake. It's when most of the world's awake, too, by the way. Is there any oh, big city in the middle of Australia? There isn't, right? Not in the middle. I mean, away There's from the Darwin. coast. Away from a coast. Darwin is... They have cities, but not... They're no size. There's no wow. need to be there. They're all coastal. Packs of bogans. I think, they, I think the whole country is like 30 million people. And it's the size of the United States. No, it has to be it bigger is. than the United uh, It's States. about the same. Huh. Two unbelievable medical studies, John. The first one... Study out of Penn State University. If you eat a lot of salt, one of the best ways to keep your heart healthy is to also eat a lot of cheese. Oh my God! Brady, Researchers stop it. found that when people who we have ate a, a lot this? of salt, fat guy propaganda. Yeah. Listen, eat listen. It. Yeah. Fat guy propaganda news here, baby. Listen up, Ralphie Mae, back from the dead. You gotta listen to Brady for your health tips. Researchers found that when people who ate a lot of salt. Also ate four servings of cheese. You tell them, It Playboy. made their blood vessels stronger, which lowers your chance of having heart you just problems. Advocated salt now, and cheese. You f- now, right, listen. Baby, shut up, Richard. This is the way it works. Tell them, Brady. You tell them all that other stuff. The researchers kale. did kale find is hot garbage. The researchers did find that the healthiest people in the study were the ones who didn't eat much salt or much cheese. But if you're going to eat the salt, gotta eat the then cheese. Eat cheese. Oh my. I tell you what, I'm going to eat that salt, so baby. Put salt on your pizza, Ralphie? I'm going to eat that, Playboy. <laughs> you can't stop it. I just see a brick of cheese. Love it, touch it. The other research came out of Cheesy. the UK. A pint of beer will keep the diabetes. A pint of beer a day will keep the diabetes, diabetes away. at bay. Oh, That's okay. the best advice you've had. You tell a baby, cheese and beer. The way it works. I'm saying drink, drinking a pint of beer or a glass of wine each day could keep the type 2 diabetes. And be like me. Live to the and ripe pay. old age of 45. If you'd only drink more beer. You find beer. me half under a bed in a hotel room, player. But I enjoyed my cheese. You weren't a big beer drinker, though. I did. I enjoyed it. I'm a big everything. You name it.
I'm big at it. If I'm doing it, it's big. A guy in Houston named Arish Kavakabi was driving the other day when a friend in the back seat opened the door and started to puke out the car. Cop happened to see it, pulled him over, then realized the car was stolen. And they searched the car, found around 50 pieces of other people's mail, along with a check with someone else's name on it. That was in Aresh's omelet. And uh, Aresh's wallet. I was going to wait a minute. What did you just do? <laughs> Aresh's omelet. <laughs> Somebody's struggling with the RM3. Yeah. Saw the word wallet. Plus, we just talked about omelet. cheese and salt. I know he had cheese in his brain. Omelet. Um, found it in his Had omelet. all the ingredients. <laughs> found some contraband in the man's omelets. <laughs> he had everybody's mail stuffed in his omelet. I've got a real problem with food. That's the fascinating thing. His wallet was <laughs> an omelet. omelet. That's right. It's your dream wallet. <laughs> Who needs money when your wallet is food? I've got eggs on the brain. <laughs> it's breakfast time. <laughs> Damn it, I Mr. haven't had a quality Kama egg in Kami. four weeks. You can have eggs. Egg whites! <laughs> oh, sorry. Jesus. Not a whole egg. <laughs> There's a 51-year-old guy named Paul Nixon. It's the perfect Flying, food! Texas. <laughs> then why are you so salty about Shut it? Shut up! Salt cheese. If I'm salty, I gotta get cheesy. You tell a playboy, you get on that diet. You put some of them omelet wallets. I love an omelet wallet. I wish a woman had an omelet wallet. I'm down in there. Om nom nom. Delicious. So Paul Nixon is from uh, Klein, Texas, and he's wanted by the police right now for divorcing his wife without ever telling her. Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> she found out back in May when she got a bunch that? of court documents telling her that her divorce was final. It's a two-man operation there. The cops investigated. Oh, so he played her side. Yeah. He I signed get her it. papers. I get it. There you go, Genius. Figure that one out, Toledo. <laughs> yeah, right, shut up, Toledo. Toledo. You're hey. pissing off hungry over here. Yeah, no kidding. Don't <laughs> interrupt him. Don't guess the stories, Rich. He wants an omelet. Still mad Can about somebody that Somebody bring last Brady one. an yeah. omelet, no, please? No, don't say that. A guy named Dave Williams in Wales was tired of his fiance Stacy Lowe, eating his chocolate. What? Food? Another food? Yeah. And he stored his chocolate in his refrigerator. So what do you think he did? No, no, no. We don't need oh. this to be a game. Don't get all bitter and weird just because he did one thing you didn't like. He bought a safe. He put a safe right. in his chocolate fridge safe. that locked up the chocolate and other treats. No you can get it for uh, 40 bucks on Amazon. A refrigerator safe? Full of, safe? Full of chocolate? Yeah, a refrigerator safe. Oh. Hmm. I've seen that. It's a clear plastic with, uh, yeah. one. Like people will have that uh, when their kids won't stop breaking into the liquor cabinet. And lock the drawer. And put the, lock the beer up. My uh, my uh, bar drawer fridges have locks on. I have no idea where the key is. But you can lock those up. In Kuala Lumpur, we got a woman in the Zhongshan. That's in the Guangdong province. Mm-hmm. Of course. She inserted a metal spring into her vagina thinking it would work as an IUD. And? The mother of three left the object inside her body for six months. Rust. Hoping that the five centimeter spring would act as the IUD. Okay. The coil. Hold on. I, that's an the, inch. The, the, time out. That just tells me that she's been putting her period on a, on a, on a water slide. Right. Every 28 days, it's doing the spring dance all yeah, the way down just, and out. That draws it out, right? No, it, it would spin down this spring. Right. Yeah. 
Stop it, Richard. She arrived in the hospital pregnant. Oh, very pregnant. Um, no, she wasn't having a period because she was pregnant. So maybe that's what she f- figured that was. You know, since it prevented the flow, maybe I don't know. The goat genius. Ugh, but the slinky aspect of everything coming out of there. We'd have to go down the. Doctor pulled out the spring. Got another guy in India. Bumped his head. And after a. Why does this happen every time you sit down? A lump. (laughs) Where are you going? What that? I don't want to be pregnant. That's gross. After a few years, the lump on his head didn't go down. Right. Started growing. Uh oh. Four inches on the skull. What he grew was called the devil's horn. Yes. It's basically the bump solidifies, and it's the same material that's made. It's bone. Or it's basically a fingernail. Ugh. Oh, it's the keratin? Yeah, the, yep, the keratin. So the doctors basically cut it off, and he says it's common um, that this could happen, <laughs> but not this. Well, but there's the well they had that dude on uh, Dr. Pimple Popper that had that thing started to grow out his forehead. Yeah, it was like that. very similar. Giant toenail. That's a big the one. Devil's he let that get out of hand. may also be treated with radiation and chemotherapy. All right. But that looks like the thing Richard Dreyfus was trying to make in Close Encounters. <laughs> like, when do you decide? I need, to, is, I need to go in. Yeah, that is Devil's Mountain. That is a, a, a large tree branch, a good four or five inches out of his head. Diameters, I, I expected like a little skinny thing. This yeah. is a full tree branch. Did you use a grinder on that? Dude? Yeah. That's what we had to do to my grandma's toenails when she... Took her shoes off and realized she hadn't trimmed her toenails in probably 12 years. Well, they grinded yeah, it down, but talent. then they had to uh, stump it. So they attached some chains to yeah, it. And, and pull it out. Yeah. Can I get the root? Yeah, we had to uh, do that. My grandma's toenail, we used to dremel and uh, gardening shears, and they wouldn't go through it because it was probably a good inch and a half thick, like this thing. And it smelled horrible. As we were cutting it, it fought back with a, like it sprayed an odor like a skunk. Like, Grammy, your toenail actually is emitting something of its own. Your feet don't stink, but this toenail sure does. And she sat still for all this as you guys uh, are grinding No, the Dremel the was rough. We had, to, oh. we, had to, we had to pin the old bitch down. <laughs> <laughs> Hold still, Izzy. This is not comfortable for any of us, really. I don't want to feel It your... wasn't too hard. It was hard. She was a strong farm woman <laughs> with eagle talon toes. We had her in a reclining chair at first, but she was kicking and screaming so much that the recliner kept going up and down, so moved her to the floor. We had to do it in the garage, too, because my mom was getting mad at all the toenail dust from the Dremel. <laughs> That'll happen. The horrors of aging. It was literally that talent from uh, the Raptors in Jurassic Park. If she tapped her toe, you were done. Two kids in a kitchen are going to have to hide. Gross. Another thing you might have to worry about when you get older. I bet you she's, she's, she's been dead since like 1990. I bet you her toenails in the box right now aren't as bad as they were that day. And that's, you know, 29 years ago. Her toes are still growing. I guarantee you they're not nearly as bad. That that was the worst thing I've ever seen. Fallow Kane, 32 years old, was arrested Monday on four counts of sexual battery of the physically helpless. Oof. He's locked up. $400,000 bond right now. You see, he worked at a uh, retirement home in Florida. Yikes. And uh, his fetish was for the older females. Especially the ones under his care. 
He's arrested because one of the ladies in the wheelchair talked about how Fallow came in and basically put some fingers. Oh, come on. Quit it. Stop it. And then pulled out the old Fallow cane and had that. The Fallow symbol? Yeah. I'm going to just Caesar Milan you. <laughs> Three other ladies, too. Just ignore him. Ignore him. If he, if you ignore him, he, he will stop the behavior. Don't acknowledge it. Don't pay him. Started out massaging the arms, the legs, inner thighs. Worked his way. Hey. Sorry, I just love the old ladies. Well, he's an attractive young African-American man. So this is Why definitely... Why would he be doing yeah, that? Yeah, this is because he likes it. It's his thing. Yep. I have a fetish for older females. And he went after End quote. It. He liked the wheelies. Ones in the chairs. Yeah. He should write a rap about. It. <laughs> I like the wheelies. If we only knew a guy that could rap about things. Like <laughs> I like the wheelies, the wheelies and chairs. I'm Tigra and Bunny, and I love the chairs. <laughs> I'm going to throw up everywhere. <laughs> Thinking of that man just going the first time through. Thank you very much, Deontay. I appreciate the push. How about a little tip? What would you... I, I don't have anything in my... I have a moon pie and a nickel. I got an idea. Why are you putting your fingers in your mouth, Deontay? <laughs> your fingers are moist and glistening. What are you going to do with... Holy moly! Bingo! Dingo! Brady, have hey, some compassion. Gladys just got a bingo in her room. Brady, have some compassion. You know where Eric's mom is right now? That's right. Deontay's glistening fingers. Your fingers are moist and glistening. I know what you're going to do. Country band name, Deontay's glistening fingers. Deontay's glistening fingers is a phenomenal (laughs) band name. There is no better band name since Tomato Pants, Grandma's Tomato Pants, and Warehouse of Dicks than Deontay's glistening fingers. For those of you in the know... When you drive by the marquee. Ah. <laughs> I know where that came from. Why, Deontay, you're, you're doing that thing this time with three fingers in your mouth. Now you have three glistening wet wood. You, woo! <laughs> who turned them in? You know, one of these ladies. Yeah. Really? Yeah, finally. It was uh, the jealous ones who weren't getting it. You're... Exactly right. Has to be. Yeah. Wonder what she was wearing. <laughs> Not a victim shame, but what exactly did she have? On? What role did she play? <laughs> I know that's awful, but we live in a world that's so awful. I refuse to be upset anymore. Everything will be funny to me from now on. I no longer find anything terrible. I can't. Humanity is just awful. Apparently, male sex dolls are getting more popular. One company says in the past four years, sales are up 15%. One of the big customers, straight or curious men who want to experiment on a, on a, and figure the sex doll is a good way to do it. On a, on a boy butt? Yep. Huh. Uh, that's weird. That's like still one big problem with the male sex dolls that's holding the market back. According to one manufacturer, <laughs> the problem we find... Is that the male dolls don't listen? Can't thrust. Oh <laughs> yeah. 
You need a pulley system for that. Until they work on the robotics. Make the male sex dolls. Back to the drawing board. They're just dead fish. It just lays on you. Ow. Well, this is weird. So they need it to be more Sibian like. Yeah. Well, they're seeing if we put that money into it, will, they get, will people pay for Come it? Come on, experimenting gays. Lean them on the wall and bounce into it. It's like the difference between a Mexican girl and a white woman. One of them's trying. You guess which one? Yeah, the Mexican girl. <laughs> I've seen porn. Those chicks rock it. I didn't even know that was possible. I didn't know you were supposed to push back that hard. I got a quick Wild America. Oh, okay. Ooh, you went to the Hello, phone. my friends. Phone. My went... name's Brady Bogan. This is your Wild America. Right. Couldn't let this one go because this dude, this moron, was uh, in Banff National Park in Canada. This happened in 2015, but now he's uh, finally getting his comeuppance. He uh, jumped out of his pickup truck as a grizzly bear was about 400 feet away. I thought you said comeuppance. <laughs> I almost threw up. Tim Hempens, <laughs> come up and. Oh, yeah. What's it come up? In? He got out of his pickup truck, took off his shirt, and challenged the grizzly bear to a fight. That While this other buddy was uh, filming it, Devin Metsuing is his name. Uh, there's a picture of him shirtless. He uh, first started dancing around, then he got into his uh, right. position to fight, like a right. boxer stance. And the uh, bear took off the brush. Like, yeah, nobody's ever tried the come on, I dare you, to the bear. The judge fined him $4,000. For trying to fight a bear? Yeah. What was he supposed to do? Well, the bear wasn't. It was. Oh, I, well, it's close enough to see it. It's close enough to like, yeah, get threatened. Well, he, pulled over, he pulled over on the side of the road and charged the bear. Oh, that is different. But bears just mind his own business. They always tell you a bear can cover ground real fast. That 21-foot rule that I learned so much in uh, React Defense at the Tactical Black thing. 21 feet's nothing. So a bear at 40 feet. And is fast uphill, too. Yeah, though. Yeah. There's no... There's no stopping them. If they're within sight, you might as well start... You might as well brace yourself. Hi, Brady Booker, and that's your wild America? That bear's fingers are glistening. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's he going to... Oh, oh, it turns everyone into Adam Sandler's worst characters. I think I'm going Oh, yeah, it's very wet fingers. We'll end it with a couple of radio videos. The first one is the world record water slide. It's almost 9,000 feet long. It's wow. in China. Everyone's asleep there. The, la- uh, the ride lasts an hour. An it's hour of water sliding? 20 miles That's an hour. That's too much. That's too long. I'm bored at 12, 12 minutes. <laughs> I'm just wondering if it. No. You get a snag on the ride. An if someone hour. stops the uh, raft. Well, then they have to stop the ride for a little bit. Yeah, but, but getting to it. For an I hour. mean, it's in the. This is for Toledo. It's in the mountains. This is like something Toledo <laughs> would like to do. So it's literally road tripping. Music seems racist. There's two Asian businessmen who look exactly like Jackie Chan, Brady. You'd have told them so. Nope. Neither one. <laughs> all right. You still would have said something. You do it all the time. A one hour I got the one, um, the one leader in uh, Big Trouble in Little China. The one guy looks all like All right. <laughs> That's even more racist is the, the unknown pull. They filmed the entire run? 
This drone's going to run out of battery. I mean, it's lovely, but it's basically for people too lazy to hike. 20 miles. <laughs> That's just the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it got it's stuck right there. Miles. An hour? How do you get back to where you were? Do they have a bus? Oh, yeah. That's the world's longest bus ride. Yeah, it's got to be. It's the world's worst salmon swim is what it is. got to go back up the same trail. I mean, it's beautiful. Whoa, look at it's that thing. Flat out gorgeous, but it's getting neater, I have to admit. It's still too damn long. Yeah, let's jump ahead. Yeah, jump, jump to the last, I don't know, 43 minutes. <laughs> I mean, how much of this do you need to see before you realize you're getting no exercise on top of it all? I have men straddling me for hour in mountain. Normally that call rape. Today, just nice walk through woods. <laughs> this might be the gayest Here's thing your... <laughs> two men have ever done. Here's your riding partner, Kalo Kane. <laughs> How can it last? How you doing? Hello. How can it last an hour, Brady? This video is six minutes long, goes all the way to the end. Does it? It just well, seems, that's what they it say. seems right there. longer. Right there. Yeah. There's the end. Well, they jump cut a couple of times up there. <laughs> they dump them off in a river. They just end up in a river. Right. Look. Maybe that's why. Maybe there's where the, uh, and it's 54 minutes in a river. Yeah, then it takes them an hour to come get you. There you go, guys. Enjoy the waterfall. Now what? Well, we paddle with our arms. Is this just a really fun version of that Japanese suicide forest? Oh. <laughs> You get a ride for an hour, and then you end up That's on a, a different ride. Like a horrible waterfall is how it ends. Just this miserable drop. <laughs> I don't know. They're a different culture. I'm not studying it. The final brand new video is this dude that's on a motorcycle. He's on the uh, Schofield Pass in Colorado, which is one of the most deadliest pass in Colorado when you're on a dirt bike. And he goes over the cliff. Got a helmet cam. Oh films it all. Just like the girl that went over that in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Fell down the hill. Oh, yeah. Not good. That's why I don't wear a GoPro when I mountain bike. It falls been... about 60 to 70 feet. Uh, I see people riding around. I got a little attachment on my helmet when I mountain bike for a GoPro. But I'm like, I don't want to do that because it's just going to be what everybody sees at my funeral. <laughs> see how he died. This is not good. Oh, he's off to a terrible start. He just almost went off the bridge to begin. He's this first day on the bike. This looks like the stuff that you mountain bike on. I wouldn't take a motorbike on. It's too bouncy. Oh, he's done. Take it up high. Oh, he's done. No, no, no. No. Oh, this is not going to end well. Oh, 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 that's a hairpin turn. No, 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 no. There goes the bike and there goes the boy. Oh, 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 it's a head. Oh, blah, 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 blah. He drifts down a while. Is he alive? He's floating down the river like deliverance. Is he okay? Yeah, he walked away with just a, a helmet. Always wear a helmet. scratch and a bruise. Oh, there he is walking. How, fa- how far was that fall? 60 to 70 feet. Pretty good run right there. Nice job, man. You're terrible at that biking, though. He's better at falling than he was at riding the bike. I was more How nervous. Did he track right over there. <laughs> Once he Whoops. fell off the bike, everything got normal. Oh, bonk. 
Uh, the whole time he was riding the bike, it was treacherous. And then when he fell off, it's is like, that, that's exactly what he should be. Is that him? Is his last words? Thinking about him? It's- oh, my goodness. Oh, that little turn there is just awful. Nope, nope, nope. Oh! Hey, man! Oh, no. Oh, no, now. Oh, no. <laughs> well, that's horrifying. Oof. I hope he had the general, because he's not getting that bike back. And two little Asian guys go by on their little ride. Look at that. Ah, he fall along. At end we die of waterfall. But at least it's pretty. Uh, it's 7.57. John Lovitz is going to join us in just a little bit. That should be fun. I love him. The comeuppets is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and it won't leave my brain. It's time to start the music. No. It's time to light the lights. It's time to get things started. The Come Up It Show. <laughs> hey, Fonzie. Hey. Stop it. <laughs> ah, waka waka. <laughs> Not a funny joke, Foz. Uh, McDowell Road and 7th Street is where Eric is this morning. I can't get that out of my head. I'm now picturing the Come Up It's, and it's nonstop. <laughs> Just, it's just a, a Bellagio on the Muppets. Stop it, Brady. Uh, McDowell on 7th Street is where he is. KUP deployment is going on. We'll explain that to you in just seconds. You go out there and visit Eric and get Godsmack, Stone Temple Pilots, take us a whole bunch of other stuff, and help out the troops. We'll tell you how in just moments. It's 98. Hard-ass, interesting choice. Uh, it's Nirvana right there. It's lithium. It's 813 in the morning sickness. And Eric is out today uh, doing nice things. KUP deployment has started right now. On the heels of Operation Hydration, we are now... Moving into our next phase, KUPD deployment and the packs for our troops overseas. Arizona troops overseas, uh, and it's coming up on uh, Veterans Day. We'll pack it all up. But starting today, we're going to start collecting things that the troops have asked for and need in a little box from home, which would be very nice. Uh, we did it last year. It was unbelievable. And the boxes got to the guys, and they opened them up, saw the, the wet wipes and the toothpaste and the toothbrushes and the floss and all that stuff. Absolutely Unbelievable response uh, from you guys, and then the guys uh, overseas, the guys and girls overseas, really loved it. Eric's out this morning, McDowell and Seventh Street, and he is collecting for uh, the KUP deployment this morning. And pretty much anything applies. What do you got so far, Eric? What are we looking at? Uh, we've got a lot of toothbrushes and toothpaste, stuff like that, and the floss, um, and, and a few razors. We could do some gold bond. The Black Crew socks are tough here. I don't even think the Safeway has it, so you'd have right. to get those somewhere else. But if you want to stop on your way over here and grab some Black Crew socks, that would help out immensely. There you go. Uh, the entire uh, list is on the website, though, so uh, just hop on the website if you want to see the whole list and uh, bring it bring it by whenever you can. I know we're going to be out every Thursday morning collecting. You can always drop stuff off at the studio, uh, normal business hours, and then they're doing uh, some bike night events, I believe, so check yeah. the website for those if you want to drop stuff off there. So uh, it's a really cool deal, and it makes you feel good. So come on down, drop some stuff off, help the troops out. You know, they got, they're got they out there in the desert. Their butts get a little uh, yeah. little wet, so Ugh. get some gold bond. That's, that's good. Wet that's butt. a good idea, right? Don't end up with a wet butt while you're going to war and stuff. My buddy uh, Jay up there at React Defense said, we want to help out collecting for the troops again. I'll let all the schools know. We'll put up signs. So if you want to drop off there, too, they're out there in Glendale and Phoenix and Chandler. So those are places they'll drop. Last year they had tons of stuff. The uh, the classes just responded to this in an unbelievable way up there at the React Defense thing. So if you want to do that at your work, too, and you just collect at your own work, 
and then uh, we'll, you know we'll bring we'll, it down. We'll bring it down to Eric or bring it down to the station. It'll be fantastic. So it's a nice little thing you can do inside your own office place too, and say, hey, we're we're doing this for the troops, and then drop it on over with us, and uh, that'd be a cool thing if you did that as well. It's easy and get your office involved. Awesome, yeah, and I still have some prizes left, so if you drop some stuff off, I'll hook you up. I have the Colt tickets. They're over at the Arizona State Fair October 5th. Ran out of Monster Jam, but we still have those Colt tickets, and I have a, a T-shirt or two left and a few other prizes. So come on down, uh, Godsmack sign-ups, Stone Temple Pilot sign-ups, grab some bandanas and whatnot, and drop-off stuff for KUPD deployment. Uh, we're doing it all the way up until November 11th is when we're going to be boxing stuff up. So if you want to participate in that, take the day off, maybe come on out and help us uh, pack stuff up. It's McDowell and 7th Street until 9 o'clock this morning. I'll be out here at the Safeway collecting stuff for the troops, guys. Easy peasy. All right, we'll talk to you later, Eric. Nice job. KUP deployment is uh, is out and running, and it's pretty great. McDowell and 7th Street, that's where Eric is this morning. Get yourself something and drop off something for our uh, our troops overseas, the men and women and whatever they identify overseas uh, helping us out. And uh, kind of forgotten right now. They just sit over there. You forget how many people are sitting outside of the United States doing work for us. So let's uh, help them out, especially around the holidays as they approach faster than you think. John Lovitz is coming in. He's at the Tempe Improv this weekend. We'll talk to John Lovitz next. Look, everybody, John Lovitz is here again. Uh, John is he, Every time we go through this when John Lovitz comes here, uh, which is he never remembers us. He never remembers being here. And then when he remembers, it's like those moments of clarity people with Alzheimer's have. Yeah, this right. time, well, you this remember time everything. Oh, this time you. He no, it's us, that guy. But he didn't remember the place. I remember no, you from, now. From this angle, I remember. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have your eyes closed. No, but I, because I, th- I was in the, where was I? In, oh, I was in Phoenix last yes. time. Yeah. And then. But they're like, it's 15 I know, minutes. but I th- when I looked it up, to, I was thinking of driving here. It said it was like 30, 40 miles farther, yeah. Tempe. So I go, oh, I'm in, and I, I, we just went on the freeway. We drove to Phoenix. I'm like an idiot. I go, anyway, I thought well, you were in a different city. Welcome so I was back. like, oh, you're here. It's good. You. It's good to see you. It's us. Good to see you. We are uh, friends uh, once a year, it yes. seems. that we have a You're really nice welcome. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's such a treat. Uh, John Lovitz is at the Tempe Improv this weekend, starting tonight and all the way through Saturday night. And uh, doing one show Friday and two on Saturday night, and then you're out of Dodge. Yes, right. and uh, I, Holmberg, I want to. I'm sorry, Hair Holmberg. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I want to say, honestly, I think you're it, as funny, or probably really, I think funnier than me. No. Yep. Okay. So why don't you do stand up? <laughs> uh, you know what? I'd wanted to for a while, and then I met stand up comedians. Oh, I know what you mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a, it's most a of them sad are life. Well, not only but, that, it's just a miserable existence. Well, but and I'm you lazy. don't. But you don't have to. But you're you. You don't have to like leave your job. You could do it on the side. You could oh. do it at night. Oh, yeah, late nights. Get up at four in the early morning. mornings. Oh, you do? Yeah, that's terrible. Four I, in the morning. Yeah, I, you know, I really wanted to do it oh. uh, way back. Like uh, I had a, an idea that I wanted to do it years ago, and then I started to hang out with the people at the, and I just wasn't. I don't fit here. He had a problem. Something was chest. weird. I don't know. Maybe it was a fear. But it might have been. No, I, I think it's because you're normal. I think that was it. I think that's no, I walked honestly. away going, I'm too normal to do this. I think I have a normal No, you side. need a sense of humor. That, yeah. That's what you need. Yeah, and I have that, and it's dark, and it gets really weird, and I know I could do it, but I don't think I want to. I've done it a few times. Well, if I'm, you don't want to do it. I've happily done it a few times. You had, you didn't do it before you started Saturday Night. It took they me 20 years to get the guts to do it. Yeah. I, I, I used to do Woody Allen and Lenny Bruce's routine in my... Uh, College dorm, and I'm realizing now everyone listening to this goes, who's that? <laughs> no, they did that when I said John Lovitz is at the Tempe Improv. Th- <laughs> <It was> fast. 
Let the games begin. <laughs> yes. Somebody actually emailed last time. When we I here. said oh, you were sorry. funnier yeah. than me, yeah. I, I meant funnier looking. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said last time you were. By the way, like, those compliments I gave you. Damn you. They were sincere. Well, oh, by I the way, did it. you know that today is opposite day? <laughs> I uh, somebody said you were mean to me last time you were here, and that's never happened before. Mean? Is I it, don't do you think that. Don't know? Was, well, was because they're just they're listening, but they, they, they don't if know. They saw. Playful. They yeah. see that you're laughing, and they were loving every second of yeah, it. Yeah, we're kidding yeah. each other. Yeah, you know, uh, and I wanted to talk to you, like uh, the, the big thing everybody's talking about. And David Spade made comments to the Saturday Night Live thing. Obviously, you're tied to Saturday Night Live for the rest of your life. Oh yes, I was on that show. I recall years Unlike ago. Unlike you. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I was horrible on Saturday Night Live. And it's opposite day. <laughs> you were part of, which is, I'm a Saturday Night Live junkie, at least I used to be. Uh, you were part of the resurgence. Lauren Michaels came back the first year uh, after he left for a while with you, and it was like a season of, uh, you were the only thing going, you and Dennis Miller. Well, they kept Dennis Miller and Nora Dunn and I. Yeah, but yeah. The, the truth is that they had such a talented cast. Unbelievable. That first year you had Randy Quaid, you had Robert Downey Jr., you had... Nora Dunn. Now Robert was 20 yeah. uh, years Anthony old. Anthony Michael Hall was on Anthony that one? Michael Hall was 17. But, you know, none of them had really done sketch comedy. And Robert talks about it now and says, you know, he thought, he goes, I thought I had to be really weird yeah. and avant-garde characters. And but he, he would was. do like a character spine boy who could pull <laughs> his spine out and just bounce around. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious, it though, weird. and very unique. And he used to do these poems back then. He goes, oh, I write these poems. You want to hear one? I said, okay. So he would tell me one. And they were so bizarre, but I go there. I go there. You're you're a genius. Yeah. Go, those poems are like amazing. Well, he did that. They thing were so like, off the wall. The suitcase. I remember he read poetry in a suitcase on the show. Yeah, he goes. I felt I had to do weird stuff yeah. like that. But the truth is that one, we were. It's a huge age range from my Michael Hall was seventeen. Yeah. Randy Quaid was thirty seven. He's a great yeah. actor. He had this huge age range, but after a while, people like Denitra Vance who was brilliant. Yeah. And and uh, Terry Sweeney and Joan and and yeah. we all started to gel and I I was sad that that uh, yeah. the other people weren't brought it back. It was very I strange. liked them very much. I missed them. It was it was my second year back was like going to a new school. Yeah, it was like starting over again. But that yeah. that first year though, like I wanted, to, I've always wanted to know what that was like in a writer's room with people who were actors. Because now you were groundlings, you're you know groundlings. Well, I wasn't everything. in the writers. I don't even know if they had a writers' room then. It was, but like everybody would just pair up and write stuff. But they, they didn't like do their own when deal. they pitched the sketches and stuff. It was all like kind of the way of. It's oh well, room, the right? way the show works is on a on a Monday. <laughs> the way it really works, you go into Lauren's office, see, and then everyone he's sitting behind his desk, and and the office. It's not like it's it's not huge. Right. It's not enough room for thirty people. So people are all over the furniture. And, you know, 20 people are sitting on the floor. Right. You know, so he goes over each person, what are your ideas? And what you learn is if you if you pitch a sketch and you give away the the um, the joke. Right. On Wednesday, everyone, you know, is young and their short-term memory is like <laughs> superb. Right. So when the joke comes up, you remember it on, from Monday as, when it comes up and you already heard it. Right. So they're not laughing. And you also realize – so you go, you, I'm not going to give away the joke. And that this is just, this Monday thing is, it, it, it's meaningless. It's for the host. Oh, it, oh okay. So it's a just, show for the host to go like, oh, we're working on this, we're working on this. And the host goes, oh, okay. It just makes them kind of comfortable that things are happening. Yeah, you know. 
And I mean, you are working on stuff like that, but you go, you know, if I said, oh, I'm working on the Master Thespian uh, piece, I think it'll, for us, and I'll tell you about it later. I think it'll be very funny, and I'm working on that and a liar sketch. Yeah. But okay. that would go. And, and, and then and that's all you should say. And that's You're, it. Don't give away the game. No. But you would hear, like, Norm MacDonald would talk about uh, in the, uh, the time set, certain Certain pitches wouldn't get heard, or people would be favored. He'd do it over. on purpose. He would say yeah. something bad. That what? Like he would pitch things that weren't funny on purpose, just to just to say I'm working on something, but never tell them what he's actually working on. Well, that's one way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. That, because you don't want to give away the joke, right? You don't want to tell him really because it, yeah, read through. I mean, I wasn't there when he was there, so I don't know what he did. But when <laughs> when you don't want to give away the joke, right? Or, for read through because it like well, I it already, kills it. For I already, you already told us that. Stop you it! You want me to say the same thing the, uh, twice? But what, do you, what do you think of the thing that who happened? has Alzheimer's now? <laughs> <laughs> I just told you the thing that's going on now though, where they hire a guy and then they find something a year ago and they fire him for something that was like well, it, it wasn't. Made, first of all, it wasn't a year ago. When was it? It was eight months ago, and then it was like a month ago. Oh, we did no, and then he did it recently. Times. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, so you're 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 fine with him going. You know, I don't know the guy. Yeah. I feel I I can't imagine being hired for that show and being so excited and then said, sorry, we got to let you go. Yeah. I mean, that's got to be, a, be a brutal. brutal. But it's also yeah. kind of good for him if he spends it properly because now people know his name, whereas he would have had to work for that on Saturday Night Live. And his name. Well, they know his name because of. It's all They don't know yeah. him for his comedy. They know him for, for his infamous. Right. I don't know the guy. I wish him well. I, uh, you know, I, I just think if you look at it, I mean, he, <laughs> well, <laughs> if you look at what he said, there, there was a joke. There wasn't I mean, funny. I thought about it. it. A joke funny. has a setup and a punchline. Yeah. Okay. So if you do a setup and a punchline and people don't laugh, your joke didn't work. Right. But when you listen to him saying it, there's yeah. no there's setup. No joke. There's no punchline. There's no joke. It's just right. out and out. A kick. Yeah, and yeah. so the guy running for president, Andrew Yang, Yang yeah. he go, well, he's just a Jew. And then uh, I don't want to say the word, but you know when you say someone has a chink in their armor? Yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah. he said that, but without in the armor. Right. So, Dude, he, wait, the truth is no one is saying this, but I honestly believe that when he added the word Jew, yeah. that's when they went, okay, that's too far. <laughs> Because, you know... It was okay Well, at Chink. Yeah, well, it wasn't okay. But there's, there's but not then as... He did but then it, it again. struck a chord yeah. with you. And then... Well, I didn't hire the guy. And then right. I fire. I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Right. And then when... <laughs> I mean, it is, it's such a debacle. But when... when and then when he tweeted his apology, yeah. he didn't wasn't apologizing. Yeah, it was almost like he was celebrating. Like, like hey, I got fired if I by actually offended anyone, oops, you know, <laughs> right. uh, uh, it happened. What do you mean if you actually? Well, you did, you know. So I, I don't know. I wasn't there, and then he, you know, I mean, but it became such a thing, right? You know, and it was huge. Well, the irony is that you know you go, he's on the what is it the Matt. I'd never even heard of the guy, but now everyone knows who he is. Matt yeah. and Shane. The it doesn't podcast. mean anything. I haven't heard of him, but I had to. Yeah. Right. I didn't either. Se- I Matt haven't. and Shane's secret podcast. Yeah. Now you know why. Well, not so secret. <laughs> it's go, out. So that, I don't know why no one said you're horrible at keeping a secret. 
<laughs> what about That's that? The biggest crime. What here? about that? The biggest crime is the guy blabs. But, I mean, he's a tattle. But you know, every comedian, everyone, they, you, you make, you do satire and you make fun of things. Sure. <clears throat> and there's going to be people that love it, and then people that get offended. So I'll do a joke in my act. You know, people get offended, and I'll say, "Okay, let's." I have a joke for you. Two Jews walk into a bar. Uh-huh. They buy it. <laughs> they all laugh, right? And I go, "Oh, so you laugh at the Jew joke? Well, I'll remember that when I get to you, <laughs> right, right? Right? Yeah, yeah." So, so yeah, now I can say it, and it's not offensive because I'm Jewish, so I'm yeah. clearly making a joke in front of myself. But, right. So when you do other, you got to be careful, but you got to have a joke. Right. You have to do something because I always said we did that yesterday, and there was no, there was no. Right. There was no... There was no setup. There was nothing. It was well, just no, a straight No, there was no... It was just straight slur. out... Yeah. Yeah. But I did a thing yesterday where I think that accent, the Asian, uh, whatever it is, Japanese, Chinese, whatever you want to go down, uh, don't do it. Uh, the uh, uh, Scottish, English, German, even African. What if I said this? Nihal mal ha It's racist, I think. That's racist? I'm, I think it is now. Oh, really? Because I'm speaking actual Chinese. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> yes, I am. It's broken. No. It sounded Spanish. You know what? Have your callers call in. It's Jew Chinese. Chinese Mandarin, and they'll go, he's speaking Chinese. He said, hello, how are you? I'm fine. Is that true? Yeah. Do, do it again. We'll Holmberg, compare. Oh, that sounded that. Yeah, that means Holmberg has big fat head. <laughs> is that racist? No, you have big bald head. I said fat. It's accurate. It isn't accurate. It's a very thin head. It just happens to be larger no, than your average No, but that's not, ra- I'm speaking Chinese. Yeah. What if I go? Is that is that racist to Chinese people? That's French. Oh, I didn't know. Well, I'm actually speaking French. What are you saying? I don't know for certain, but I'm the most handsome. I think I'm the most handsome man in the world because my eyes are brown. Now, what if I the way I just said that sentence? I'm mocking myself a little. Is That's, that racist against the Jews? Because I'm mocking the way it's a Jew anti-Semitic speaks. Anti-Semitic, what you which just is did. me. <laughs> it is kind of a weird little circle you've made there, but it's true. The point being, you can't do it. We had a game yesterday where it's like, well, call there's me context up. and reference. You need a a joke as a setup and a punchline. So if you if you do a joke, it's like what happened with Michael Richards. Yeah, you know, and if and if you know what really happened, the whole thing was bad. Hilarious. It all was bad, but. There was, and he's saying that it was wrong what he said. There was no um, joke. There was yeah. no punchline. He was just angry because the people above right. him wouldn't stop talking. And all they had to do was dormant to say, keep it down. But five or six times he said, can you be quiet? At least. And then some guy whispered something in someone's ear. And he goes, all right, what did that guy just say to you? And, he goes, and the guy goes, I don't want to say. He goes, what did your friend say? He goes, he said he doesn't think you're funny. Well, if you're on stage and you say yeah. that, it Painful. And you're comedian, oh, that's it's very worst. Long. But then he lost his temper. Yeah. You know, and it was bad. Oh, it was horrible. But then the guys that, that he said that to went to the doorman, Larry, who a friend of mine who's African-American, said, thanks, we're going to run with this thing. Yeah, really? no, everyone doesn't know that. They don't I know that, know that the owner uh, of the club, uh, uh, not I don't know whether the guy was even in the group, but it was, uh, uh, one guy, I don't think it was part of their group, Held a knife to him and said, "I want my money back." Really? Yeah, it was bad. Oh my God, they got and horrible. And then the Rainbow Coalition, Jesse Jack said, "If you don't, if you don't give us five thousand dollars, we're going to pick at your club." I didn't know any of this. No, you didn't. <laughs> You've taught you me so much. You didn't bother to find out. No, I, I, I just thought it was funny. 
Well, that down. means you're racist. <laughs> I know, and I'm trying not to be. I think I'm a bigot. I don't think I'm racist. I'm a bigot. But I mean, I I think that what he said was wrong. Horrible. But I, at the same time, I feel bad that to get that job and lose like that is. Yeah, is, no, it's tough. But it's, it's also one it's of the a, th- do, do, like digging through somebody's past. Well, times have changed completely. Yeah, I mean, sure. completely. Because you wouldn't have gotten the job. I'm sure you did something at the Groundlings if it was today that you're thinking about it now. That you would have done something that you, oh, and, Phil, you and Phil Hartman did things. And no, like, not that, but something else. Oh, what did you do? Oh, my. What would you have done that would keep you from Saturday Night Live today? Oh, that would ruin my career today? What <laughs> I did was I <laughs> – are you insane? But you did it, so all it, now we just know we have to dig. That's it. If you want love, it's done. <laughs> yeah. Find this tape. Titled? Do you really want to know? Yes. Okay. Do so you really want to know? <laughs> I do. I want to know what would keep you. What what would make you nervous? I was in the Groundlings and I met a woman. Uh huh. And she was beautiful. And I asked her out. And we went to dinner and everything. Yeah. And we were. Um, and then we went to her place. And we were kissing. Yes. And she's like, no, no, no. Uh. <laughs> she succumbed. <laughs> and she was a little drunk, but we made love. All right. And then I never saw her. And then she's like, I don't know about that. I go, oh, come on. <laughs> I was a little drunk, too. And then. Oh, she woke up and told you. Not well, sure we should have done she, that. Yeah, she was. I, I, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. I go, all right. So she well, had- I have to go. Where are you going? She says, well, I'm actually moving. Where? Uh, you know, Phoenix. <laughs> it's oh. my mother. It's I see where this wife. is going. Yeah. Your wife. She was far. But two years later, same thing happened. Another woman from Phoenix. Okay. And it was your mother. The best part of that scenario. You want to hear the funniest thing? She was thing? four. I was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Uh-huh. Celebrity. So, and Regis Philbin was hosting. And he goes, uh, he said something. And I told some story about, uh, uh, he goes, you're... You were in love when you had your heart broken. Yes, yes, a wonderful woman we dated. <laughs> but is she just an older woman? She wasn't for me. And her name is Joyce, which is his wife. <laughs> right, yeah. right. He's all right, right. So now Wikipedia goes, he once dated an older woman who left <laughs> and broke his heart. And it was a made-up story from a woman. <laughs> and that could destroy everything. Yes. yes I always I like. do that joke. I like. Oh, do you want to hear a joke? Of course I do. Finally. Let me ask you this. Can you say the word penis on the air? Um, yes. But you just can't show it like you did that lady in the groundlings. But, no. That oh, never happened. Quit fishing. <laughs> so this, uh, well, you can't say this. These three little people, right? They the used midgets. To... <gasps> <laughs> you said it, not me. Right. They go into a bar. I didn't invent it. And they're very depressed. And they... Bartender says, what's wrong? And they go, we just, you know, they close Ringing Brothers and we don't have any work. What are we going to do for money? So the so, <coughs> um, the bartender says, well, across the street's the Guinness Book of World Records. And you have, he says, the first guy, you have the smallest hands I've ever seen. You could have the world's smallest hands. You get 1500 bucks. He goes, all right, I'll try it. So he goes across. He goes, I got $1,500, the world's smallest hands. And the second one, he goes, and you have the world's smallest feet. You could you could get fifteen hundred dollars for that. So he runs across the street. He goes, "I got fifteen hundred dollars. I get. I have the world record." And the third little person, what did you call them? Uh, love it. Uh, no, <laughs> a dwarf. No. The third. A midget. The third. <gasps> the third M word. He says, "Well, I don't. My feet and hands are bigger. I have you to use the M, bathroom." M right. Ma. 
than Emily. Okay, the little sure. person. So the little person, he's only like two feet tall. Oh my! He he says, "Where's the restroom?" So the bartender says, "Oh, follow me." So they're in the restroom, and the bartender goes, uh, "Listen, I happen to notice that's the <laughs> that's the smallest penis in the world. I've not. I bet you they have a world record for that." Right. He goes, "They do." He goes, "Yeah, you'll believe me. You'll get it." Fifteen hundred. He goes, "Oh, all right." So he runs across the street, and he comes back fifteen minutes later, and he says, "Well, did you get the 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 world the money for the world's smallest penis?" And the little guy goes, "No." Who the hell is Herr Holmberg? <laughs> <laughs> Smoking. I sat and listened to that for four and a half minutes. Now someone's going to, you're mean. You said Holmberg has a small penis. No, I did not. I said he has the world's smallest penis. That is an accomplishment uh, and a compliment. Yeah. Uh, John you got fifteen hundred bucks. <laughs> hey, look, it's a it's a payday. Uh, Lovitz is at the Tempe Improv uh, tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. And uh, and uh, you know what I saw? They did a documentary. I didn't know this. They just turned. I'm switching gears here. I didn't know how close you and Phil Hartman are or were. The uh, yeah. I, I was uh, like I idolized him. I literally just uh, on a pedestal beyond belief. And I saw well, this I, documentary. I don't, yeah, you mean the one that's. On- I don't know what it was on, but there you were, and it was very touching. You're on a boat, and uh, I believe you're uh, spreading his ashes in the ocean, and I didn't realize that. They showed that? Yeah, they charged you with that activity, and I'm like, wow, I didn't realize that. I, 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 oh, I guess assumed God. it would have been a. Well, yeah, I, I'm going to tell you now, there's going to be a giant lawsuit. Is there really? Yeah, you know, the. the um, oh, right. I didn't know about the. the, um, the I think it's the Reels channel. Which we own, so please don't, because that's just going to hurt no, my No, there's money. one coming out, uh, uh, and. And the woman, her name's Allison Weiner, and um, she's the producer. And I'm just saying that she's a horrible person, and she <laughs> well, gonna be lied a now. to his family. No, I have all the proof. She <clears throat> okay. lied. Says no, it's not going to be about Phil's death. It's going to be a celebration of his life. Right. It's not like the last time we did it 20 years ago. Why are they even doing it now? Yeah. Just for money. And so it comes out, and it's called the final days of Phil Harmon. I go, oh, it's not about yeah. his death. It's just called the final. Yeah. Well, I never said it was. Yes, yeah. she did. And the whole the whole family's upset. She Are you lied in on to this? It, Did you do any of the work? No, I no, didn't do it because I'm not stupid. I know right. that that well. <laughs> uh, let's clarify. I'm not stupid about this kind of right. stuff. I couldn't be a doctor. I'm an idiot. But this I know. <laughs> but uh, the press, um, if you've dealt with them, uh, they do lie uh, all the time. Uh, all the time. Yeah. And I knew that she was lying, and I was right. And. Um, and, uh, but they if, have the home video of you on the tape. This well, is, this if that's is not, if that's yeah. in there, the, if it's in the new one, this was a, this was older, and you were on. I, well, I mean, imagine fact, I imagine it. what you're telling me is that 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 someone videotaped you without your knowledge, the worst moment of yeah, your life, horrible. and they're showing it on television, and I, I didn't know, and I'm like, yeah. what? Am I the one breaking the news to you? Yeah. Yes. Is that right? Well, now I yes. feel horrible about it. I was actually being complimentary. I well, thought, there's a reason you're called Air Home. <laughs> <laughs> I try yeah. to ruin things. Well, I'll ask you about that we'll later. But Phil, yeah. and I, Phil, and I, Phil was a – I idolized him. I met him in yeah, the Groundlings. And, and, um, you were his understudy. No, no, no. Sort what of, happened right? was, was uh, he, he'd been there for like 10 years. Right. And I was in the – I'd just gotten into their B company. And I tried to get in the main one so that – Tom Maxwell, the director, said, well, you could understudy this part in this right. show that they're doing for the Olympic Arts Festival called Chick Hazard. It was 1984, and the Olympics right. was happening in L.A. So so they hired – they chose Phil to do this character called Chick Hazard. 
excuse me, they're making me have gas in my stomach. You need a bromo? So probably. So so Phil was a, it was a, a detective from the forties. So um, like spoofing Humphrey Bogart right. and all that, you know. So uh, the director said, "Well, so, somebody wants a break from the show, so you could you could uh, do the, try doing this part for for you know a few shows and uh, sure. understudy." And then um, uh, he goes, let's see how we work together because if you get in the main company, you'll be working with me. And right. I have never worked with you. So I go, does that sound fair? I go, yeah, that sounds fair. I go, how did you think of me for this part anyway? And he goes, it was Phil's idea. Well, Phil was in everyone's mind. In, in He's a god. Mind, god, king yeah. of the groundlings, giant yeah. star. Like in the groundlings, it was our whole life. So he right. was the king of the theater. You know, So I, I'd never even met him. And he comes down the hallway after I got this and I saw him and he was in his – you know, trench coat and makeup with the the fedora and this fake beard, and yeah. he looked like you know. And I go, "Hey, Phil, hi, I'm John Lovett." He goes, "I know who you are, John." I go, "Like you do?" <laughs> I go, "Well, anyway, thanks for the, uh, thanks for the, uh, uh, you know, uh, suggesting me for the part." Oh yeah, I th- uh, I I think you'll be fantastic. I go, "Thanks," and he walked by, and I remember in my head thinking, "Oh my god, oh my god." Phil Hartman spoke to me. Yeah. I mean, that's how I uh, – yeah. and so I got in the groundlings, and I was so grateful to him that I was like a a puppy dog. So he became yeah. like my big brother that I – he was nine years older than me that I always wanted. Yeah. So I was like, Phil, 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 Phil. Yeah. You know, I, and, and, and I'd say – and he was the only one in the groundlings. We were all broke. I was a messenger. Yeah. He had a – he was a graphic designer. He had a job. He had he a new car. He designed album covers for like Toto and like – Yeah, his he brother a... was a music manager. Yeah. And said, can you do these album covers? <laughs> like the best of America, if you look it up. Yeah. So he'd fill, he he said, Phil drew some. He goes, something like this. He goes, something like this, this. Yeah, it's the album. If you card. look it up, you can see it. Yeah. B- uh, best yeah, of America, and you can see the it's a drawing of the three guys. Yeah. Phil did that. He did the logo for Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Yeah. He was super talented. So anyway, um, uh, <clears throat> I said, hey, I want to see your house. You know, you have a house. <laughs> I've never seen one of those. So he invited me over, and it was the first – he goes, you're the first person I've ever had over to my house. You know, He said that? Yeah. I go, from the groundlings. I said, what? I go, you're kidding. He goes, no. I go, I go why? He goes, I'm just private, you know. But he but we, so, so we became like brothers, you know. We yeah. like, and, and so when I got SNL and, you know, he used to go to his house and he goes, he'd be on the phone. He goes, you know, and the way he talks, you're like, I got to go. My friend, my friend, John Lovitz, he's the new star of Saturday Night Live, just got here. So, you know, he was just trying to Huge. make me feel great. Right. Yeah. He Did was you help him get to guy. SNL? Yeah, well, you were what there happened before, is you right? mentioned the, yeah the year before, and then the, so they they kept Nora and Dunn and and Dennis and I, and then uh, Dinah Minot, who was a producer, said we want who do you work well with? We want to hire people you work well with. So I recommended four people from the Groundlings, right? Phil and Tim Stack and Lynn Stewart and Tress McNeil. Like Tress, Lynn Stewart was like in Pee Wee's Playhouse, Mr. Yeah. Vaughn, you know. Tress McNeil is all the Simpsons. Right, does yeah. all the Simpsons. Yeah. Th- those were the people I looked up to. They were the four best people in the Groundlings. Right. Like I, when I got the show, I go, what about what Phil about and Tim? And I go, they've right. been in here for years. I just got it. So I was thrilled to get it, but I was like, they're like. What? <laughs> He's taking Phil a picture, me. please. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, I recommended Phil. I pushed really hard for him. And Lauren yeah. goes, well, John, if how long has he been in the Groundlings? I go, 11 years. I go, well, if he hasn't made it by now, don't you think there's a reason? Yeah. I'm like, I guess. Yeah, you, you missed him, Lauren. But I go like, because I said to Lauren, I said, Lauren, I go, if you think I'm good, I go, you should see Phil. He's a yeah. genius. I go, he's like, what, great, you know, way yeah. better than me. So, so he can do anything, you know. And so. He dominated the first show of that next season. He was in everything. Oh, please. He did. 
Did he? In the chopping broccoli sketch. And then he did the... Uh, but he's just great. Yeah, you know? he was and so, brilliant. So he... So he um, he did that detective on there, I think. It was the first I time. I don't. Through. Now you're and just... the church lady was on. You're making stuff. Madonna hosted. Or no, Sigourney Weaver. Madonna talked about Yeah, it. Sigourney yeah, Weaver was the That's second. Right. The first year. But what happened, was, I said, why isn't he, you know... Yeah, why? He's so talented. What is it? Because he didn't want it. He goes, I like my life. I like writing scripts and not being famous. I don't know. Wow. So, so... Um, and Lorraine Newman had saw me in that show that I did uh-huh. for Chick Hazard, and she befriended me and recommended me to Lauren. And then I got a, an agent. I got a movie with Charles Grodin. We were on Catalina Island, and he said, I was supposed to meet Lauren. And on his own, he, Charles Grodin called Lauren Michaels and said, can you wait? You can take a good hard look at this guy. Can you meet him on Friday? No kidding. And I'm like going, how you know him? It, it was like everybody knows everybody. In that, <laughs> Except in you. That world. Right. Well, it was a whole separate world. It's crazy. It's like me. When I come into your studio <laughs> – you I'm know coming everybody. from that world. And you, and you go, oh, he's from that planet. And I just revere, open the I revere your life because I could never, ever be part of it. Thank you. I was waiting for you to finish. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Which no, when my agent, he go, I got the agent, Mike Eisenstein, he goes, oh, you, you should do Saturday Night Live. I go, yeah, right. He goes, no, I'm serious. I go, hey, Mike, I have a better idea. Why didn't I land on Pluto? <laughs> Why didn't I do that? <laughs> No, I'm easier. serious. And I go, it's would you serious. just shut up? Well, I'm going to submit your tape. I go, all right, do whatever you want. I go, you're ridiculous. It was another, literally, Pluto, another world to me. Yeah. I go, come on, man. What are you, nuts? You didn't think you had a chance. None. And because why? Was, Insecurity or, or did you really think no, I'm good but not ready? No, because it was ready? so, no, because it was, it was, I'd had one job when I was 25 yeah. for two weeks in acting. So now I just got in the groundlings. Yeah. They go, now I want to get seen and get work. I go, what about about Saturday Night Live? I go, oh, come on. Because, well, the show was huge. Yeah. yeah. That's like that's like the break of a lifetime. I go, what are you talking about? Yeah. Me? I just got in the group I'm after two and a half years. No, not that I'm not qualified. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was such a giant leap. Right. It, I mean, it's not, cute. It is it a was, big it, giant. Well, it was like saying, you know, I, 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 um, it's like going from the apprentice to the president. No, it's like going, oh, I just made the track team in high school. What about the Olympics? <laughs> what? No, you could do it. I go, I just got my, my high school team. I'm in ninth grade. No, I think you could be in the Olympics. And then they go, you're in it. I qualified? Yeah, you're faster than everybody in the world. What? That's how you found Come out. Come on. So you and then you audition. win it. And you're like, what? And then they're there. Well, Charles going to me. No, I had to keep auditioning. And it ended up being they go. They're going to choose one person out of not the final nine people that showed up for these auditions in New right. York. And I go, oh yeah, they're going to one out of nine. Oh me, right. right? You know. And Pam Madison, who was a great comedian and auditioned with me, she passed away sadly. I think she was from here, but anyway, she should have got the show. She was great. So she goes, we audition, and then she goes, John, I'm going to St. Patrick's Cathedral to light a candle. I pray I get the show. Do you want to go with me and light a candle? I'm like. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, well, uh, Pam, I'm Jewish. Well, do you want to go with me and light a candle and pray that you get the show? Yes. <laughs> I go, I'm, I'll try everything. Yeah. I mean, I was trying hard to get it yeah. when I finally got the auditions. So you get a, a call? Candle. How do you find out? Jesus, if you get me this show, I'll become Christian. <laughs> and then in my head, where he couldn't hear me, I thought, <laughs> Come on, man. Jesus, you're Jewish, so am I. Come on, lend a brother a hand. And I got the sh- I'll, I'll believe in you that you're the son of God. And I got it. So yeah. I believe he's 
the Son of God. Yeah. I also believe that I am God. <laughs> and when I run into Jesus, you know what I say? Hello, Sonny. <laughs> anyway, the point is, I got the show, and then I recommend Phil. And then Phil got the show, yeah. and he also was in that same movie that I got with Charles Grodin. What was that? Last Resort. I don't remember that. In a, it was a very low budget. You know Roger Corman, the oh, producer yeah. of the movie? Guess who produced this movie? His, his wife. Son, his wife. Oh, good. Really? It wasn't even him. <laughs> you got the low-end <laughs> Corman gear. And then, and then, um, and you know who else was in the movie? It became huge. Megan Mullally. Oh, no kidding? Yeah. She was in that. Jeez Louise. So, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> so then. Are we going to talk like that when we're surprised? Really? Right, my friend and I do oh. that. Where are you? I'm in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Lucy. Who is that? Gail Gordon that used to do that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Frank, that was no, a Phil Hartman uh, thing. Uh, no, that was a. Well, I told him to do that. I knew he could do it. <laughs> no, it was Frank Nelson. Oh, that's right. Okay. That, okay. <laughs> no, he was on Jack Benny. Yes. Well, that was, was that the that was in Rochester. No, Frank Nelson. No, I know. I'm just saying. He, no, he yeah. wasn't Rochester. I Rochester. Rochester was Eddie Rochester. That's right. Yeah. Rochester was Rochester. That's right. They didn't really he try too hard with names then. <laughs> they just named you after well, your, he, your, he yourself. Was, well, they were, it was a compliment. That guy was brilliant. Yeah. But I thought okay. So and, so it was Gail Gordon on the Lucy Show though. Why yes, are we talking? But it was. This? But Frank Nelson did right. That. And then and Phil Hartman, Hartman did it because you told him to. Well, we did a sketch where, where uh, Robert Smile came up where I was master thespian. It was Robert's idea. But I'm Santa Claus at Macy's. Right. Phil's the manager. So Phil, I go, Phil should do that like Frank Nissen. Well, <laughs> Mr. Thespian. You know, and he did it great. He, I knew he could. He was great. You know what my favorite character you had was? was the All of them? Thing. Well, other than that, was Eddie Spumoso. And I don't know why. Yeah. It was the most subtle joke Saturday Night Live ever had where you'd call your mother. And you would say, no, what? I know that I did that in my audition. It was the best thing ever because the joke is the person who's not talking. Well, I loved movies from from the 40s. And then uh, I did it in a sketch once, an improv. And we ended up writing a sketch of it. But it was an improv and I was <laughs> and it was a gangsters. And what would happen is there would be like three of us and then on stage and then two of the, the friends, they would like go off stage and they wouldn't come back on. <laughs> To leave you hanging, yeah, you and they would just be out. looking at you, laughing. <laughs> right, and you're like, "Get out of here! Get out!" Here. And they're like, Mm-mm. "Right." So I was on the phone, and it's like a, I go, "It's like you know, a gangster from the '40s." Right. But I said, I thought in my head later on that he is—he's like Al Capone got syphilis of the brain, <laughs> right. so he has that. He's not so like, "Hello, ma." And I had my just my hand to my ear like a phone. a phone, and I'm up by myself going, "All right, I gotta go, I gotta go." Yeah, I got, I gotta go. What? You know? So it was funny because it's like I'm not on the phone; it's my hand to my ear, but I'm a guy I can't get off. My but own my hand. favorite line, and I still do it. I go, "Hello, Ma, it's me, Eddie." No, I Eddie's you want me to do it? Well, do you want to do it or do you want me to do it? <laughs> yeah, we don't have a day. I'll do it. I'll do it. You said I was funny. So there's a gangster anyway. in the phone. His mother from the forties. I already Eddie's did it. Spumoso. No, there's more. <laughs> Ring, ring, hello? Oh, hey, Ma, it's me. No, I ring the phone. Hello, Ma? Yeah, it's me, Eddie. Eddie Spumoso. <laughs> your son. S-P-I-M-O-Z-O. No, Eddie, the good-looking one. Yeah, I'm all right. Well, as good as a guy can be after almost getting bumped off by his best friend. Thanks for the tip. Now, listen, Ma, I'm getting married. Yeah, tomorrow. Eight o'clock! So have Father Mergliano come on over to the house about 7.45. All right, I got to go. I got to go with it. Yeah. Well, how did you end up on the floor? 
Well, wipe it up. <laughs> Is it curly? Oh, God. All right, go ahead and poke Remember it. this part. Go ahead and poke it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll wait. <laughs> all right, I gotta go. I gotta go. Yeah. Oh, all right. Happy birthday. <laughs> yes, yeah, you can have a piece of cake. No, I gotta go. I gotta go. What? No, you cannot have a piece with a rose on it. <laughs> the rose is for me. I tell you, the rose is for me. No, I gotta go. I gotta go. Hello, hello? Operator, operator. Oh, how do you like that? My old ma hung up on me. <laughs> You're syphilis of the brain. Who's supposed to clap? It's brilliant. It's just brilliant. That's one of my favorite things. You, you want to hear did. the other thing I auditioned no. with? No. John Lovitz is that. Uh, oh, uh, no, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Do what you do. Yeah. So this was a sketch. I could. You, this... did, you did one for me in the green room once when you were hitting, <laughs> him, you were hitting him, my mother incessantly. Ooh. Yeah. Well, Ooh. the only. <laughs> the only reason I was hitting on your mother okay. is because she's <laughs> She reminds me of you if you had hair. Ooh, well, that says I, two things. Is it curling? Opposite day. I don't even remember your mother. I'm well, sure she's very nice. She's right? a very nice lady. Yeah, I'm sure she is. Yeah, she liked you a lot. You she said nice. she regretted. You know why she liked me? That You know what that means, right? No. She's a genius. <laughs> You did one about a someone in transition or something. I remember it was like somebody was going through the transition and kind of slipping back and forth in and out, which was way before this was popular. But you did it. Well, for, thank you for, for me and me only. My career. <laughs> it was so funny. In it, in it. What and was I her was name? Doing Phyllis it for or something? you and you alone, and yeah. now you're bringing it up. Oh, it was it Phyllis? I forget. I was just making it up it, on the spot. I don't think you were. I was. Like, yeah, really, I you wanted auditioned to do it. with it. It's why I left the show. No. Here's what I auditioned with. So I did it with Tim Stack. He did a, a, a world, a guys at World War II, like at the, in, you know, looking at the bombs and yeah. smoking cigarettes. And I was doing my imitation of Dana Andrews, who was a, a great actor in the 40s. And he had a certain way of speaking. And, um, and I am proud to say I met his granddaughter and I did it for her. And she was crying. Life. She goes, that's it. That's it. That's, he would talk like – I go, would he talk like that in real life? She goes, yes. So anyway, it was a guy saying, how would you end up in the war, right? I go, how'd I end up in the... So imagine a guy, he's smoking a cigarette and right. with his humor and he's talking to a sergeant. He goes, how'd I end up in the war? Brown paper bag came in the mail one day. Wrapped inside was a uniform with my name on it. <laughs> Grandma got to it first. She didn't want to lose the only man who'd rub her feet. <laughs> so she put it on, took my place. Nobody knew. <laughs> Because that uniform fit her like a glove. <laughs> right after she added about 15 yards of canvas material. <laughs> you see, Captain, Grandma was what you'd call a hefty gal. Oh, she liked to eat. In fact, she was quite the chow hound. Oh, who am I kidding? She was a fat pig. Anyway, when her platoon boat hit the beach, the old beef cow rolled up on the, the deck... Tried to crawl under a barbed wire fence, and she got stuck. <laughs> so I lost my old grandmother. The army, they sent for me again. And now I'm here. <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyway, again, and during like that, I looked up at Randy you. Quaid, who was six foot four on my <laughs> left, and Tim Stack, who I would do, is also six four, and yeah. would be on my left. 
So when I go, you see, Captain, and then I looked up at Randy and I went, oh, and I did like my, my head, like right. a double take. I went, yeah. oh, because he was the <laughs> same huge. as Tim. Right. <laughs> that move got me the show. And you, you know being why? surprised at height. Yes. Won you yes. the show. Al Franken, Senator Al Franken. Former ex, uh, senator. Former senator. Anyway. <laughs> because he was in the Groundlings, produ- too. No, he was producing the show. He produced the show that you're with Tom Davis, God rest his soul. Yeah. And Al Did said, Tom Davis pass away? I didn't know that. Yeah. Anything else you want to bring <laughs> up? That you brought it up. So That's right. You've got TV to Anyway, do. the point is Al said, he. I swear to God, he said, you know, John, you are everything we didn't want in one person. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Al. Well, then why did you pick me? Because you were funny. Yeah. Because when I did that look, every yeah. time I did it, he, he just started That's laughing. Yeah. You were everything we didn't want in one person. And then Lawrence, like, no, no, I said that. I go, oh, great, thank you. <laughs> Fighting over the Both insult. Them. Over whether or not you have I go, what did you quality. want? He, well, you know, like a leading man like Tom Hanks, it's kind of like that, but you were very funny. Oh, and that's, that's how I got the show, an accident. And I was funny. <laughs> than you... Now you cheated. Opposite day. It wasn't me. Uh, John Holmberg. It's always fun to have you. Or as they say, Nazis can be nice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, John Lovitz at the Tempe Improv. Tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday uh, at TempeImprov.com. John Lovitz, leave us with words of wisdom. You've had to leave for like 15 minutes. I don't know if you knew that. I've kept you here. I've ruined your day. Oh. What I do? <laughs> Look at now. I'm okay. Brad. You liar! I'm not a liar. Like, I just got a note that said TV. All right. Everyone says to me, How, "What's the secret to success?" Yeah. The secret is <laughs> there's no shortcuts. It's are you willing to do what you have to do to get what you want? Are you willing to put in the time that it takes you personally to learn a new skill? Yeah. And if you are, you can do whatever you want. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> When you do, when you, <laughs> I was, I was seeing you sucked me into that. The, no, uh, it's all true. I know, yeah. but then the ending, I got me. The uh, uh, when you did the milk <laughs> the contest, the ending got you. Yeah. You, you know, have to explain it, it, every it just joke. Got me. You asked me. It's a joke, and then you kill it. it. No, why was that funny? No, I Two didn't. Jewish people walk into a bar and buying it. Didn't. Well, you weren't expecting them to buy. You're expecting an ordinary drink. Let they bought it because they're Jews, and I can say that because I'm a Nazi. Let me tell you how hosting works. I had something on deck for you. So when I thought you were done, I was ready to talk. Sorry, and then ahead. you hit me hard, and I started to giggle. So the ending got me. I didn't explain your joke. You just did It now. wasn't funny enough to explain. Exactly. And I don't talk like that. You do. What is your question? Uh, uh, no, I, I forgot. Like yes, we do. Yes, Holmberg. What is oh, your when you did the MILF contest, you said you were uh, doing some serious acting study. You made me read Shakespeare with you. And uh, we did it, and you said I was better than you, and it made you sad for a second because, of course, I was. And then, oh, uh, but are you still you doing it? Milf contest? Read no, Shakespeare. No. <laughs> yes, all of them. Did you start? Am I still circuit? judging milf contest? Yeah. No, because you stopped doing it. Well, if you'd like, much we'll to st- my chagrin. Uh, much to all of our chagrin, we'd love to. You know why we? Well, stopped? I remember my my agent goes. I was doing the first time I did stand up here in, in Phoenix, and he goes. They want you in the show, but listen, they want you to judge a MILF contest, but you got to get up at like eight in the morning. What do you, all right. So I get here and there's all these naked women. I'm like, wait a minute, this has helped me sell tickets? Oh, it did. Why did you stop? Sold out. 
Why did you stop doing it? Well, because here's the reason. And everybody thinks. Me, hashtag me too. Sort of. But it was because more so. I uh, remember it. I remember it. That's where the whole Me Too movement started. It was a couple that years That milk before. contest. Because no, you took one back to your room. It started there. No, I didn't. But I asked, <laughs> I asked one of the women. I was in the groundlings. And she's like, so? She, was, I, she had just gotten new fake breasts. And yeah. I said, how many did you get? And she said, me? Two? <laughs> That was the beginning. No, but we stopped because a memo went out in the building that said if anybody here who works here is uncomfortable with it, they don't have to come to work the next day. Well, of course nobody's going to come to work when they've got a paper that says you don't have to come to work. Well, why would they send out that memo? Because they have to to protect their own asses in case someone was. So nobody showed up, so it was assumed that everyone was uncomfortable, even the guys. So we're like, this is terrible. No, they just wanted the day off. Exactly, but you can't can't have that both ways. Double-sided tape. Somebody's going to stop. If anyone's offended by this, on Sunday, you can have the day off. <laughs> right. well, I'm already off on Sunday. Well, that's not our fault. Don't get offended by two things. Take well, the why, day. Why can they be offended? They'd have to come into the studio and see it. Right. Well, no, the girls and the were milling around in their in underwear. Clothed. Right. Well, we put up a curtain and everything. We, they you know, were milling around in their underwear. Yes, it just Is be- that what you call yes. flashing? <laughs> you go to a strip club. Look at those strippers milling around. I'm offended. Milling about. Stop milling about. What's her name? Millie. Millie. Look at her milling about. Look at those bosoms milling about my head. See, we could just go to a strip club together and make our own quiet corner MILF contest. They don't have to know they're in it. Kind of like the well, way that lady know, didn't know you were going to get on her that night. She see, was drunk. Again, you do that. You get, yeah, we could have done that, but you just announced it on the radio, so now we can't. All the ideas I have are on the radio. Do you think that no one is listening? <laughs> well, not since you've been here. Trust me. They, they You say anything on the on the radio anywhere now. Yeah, it goes out. It goes out. If someone sees yeah. it, boom. Yeah. So All over the world. You're not worried about that. You've you got your comfortable shoes, well, John. What can you do? Your, your your comfortable shoes. People know you don't have mouths. I don't say anything that I uh, apologize for. But don't you think it's maliciousness rather than uh, like intent is the problem? If it comes across as malicious, <laughs> you can say something like the roasts. The roasts are safe haven. You can say anything. Well, it's and con- it's safe. Yes, because it's it's everybody's in on it. The roast a- is you're making jokes about somebody, yeah. right? But it's not malicious. So you know that everything you say, everything you say is a joke. Now, you might say, I don't find that joke funny. Right. Okay. But not everything is funny to everybody. So, so you know, that's the way. What can you do? You've proven that. <laughs> Touche. Thank you. Touche, Daitauza. Uh, now we do have to go. Does he really have TV? Touche, yeah. big yes. fat head. Oh, no kidding. I'm sorry. Touche, right. big fat <laughs> Touche, Daitauza. No, is why that really you find big, someone? Okay, I believe you. It's yes, big, find fat someone head. that speaks Mandarin. You'll go on speaking Chinese. Why do you learn big fat head in Mandarin? You know nothing other than that. Oh, because <laughs> I like teasing the you know the comic. I think it was here, the Joe Coy. Oh yeah, he's Joe here Coy's this huge now, huge. But he used to open for me. Is that right? Not as legs comedically. <laughs> yes, then it would be comedically. So so. Uh, there was a woman I knew that worked at this golf range, Esther, and she spoke Chinese. So I said, Esther, can you teach me some Chinese? <laughs> she goes, okay. So she's had her accent. She'll say, hi, how are you? I'm fine. Ni hao ma. Okay. Waha. So that means. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, uh, that means, I think it means how are you? Hi, how are you? Yeah. I don't think you know. <laughs> I think you No, she goes, ni hao ma. That means how are you? And you go, right. waha she she. I'm fine. Thank you. Right. Waha she she. 
But that's racist because Joe's Korean. It's not racist. Yeah, but Chinese to Joe is Chinese racist. language. But he's Korean. So I said, how do you say big fan? No, he's, he's not. He's Filipino. Filipino. Filipino well, so. Who cares? They look exactly the same. Oh. <laughs> and that was Harold oh. who just said that comment. Yeah, it was even Chinese what to a Filipino. What was your intent? <laughs> it was not malicious. I love Joe. So, so um, I said, how do you say big fat head in Chinese? You go, dai tao zai. So I go to Joe Koi. I go, hey, Joe Koi, dai tao zai. <laughs> Joe Koi, big fat head. <laughs> It's and stupid. It, you know? It's great. When I was in college, we, we would, we would um, uh, you know, I lived in the dorm and everyone, uh, had fr- we're all friends, sure. a bunch of us. So we'd have dinner every night. Leonard, who was born in Mexico, uh, Peter, who was an artist, was American but Chinese, Richard and Buck, who were African-American, but back then we said black. And, <laughs> and we would have dinner and just rip each other Yo, and terror. make fun of our backgrounds. And we were crying laughing because yeah. it was so stupid and we were funny. And then at the, we'd do it for like a half an hour and we would just – every night yeah. we would do it. And we were just crying laughing. And I go, it's so stupid. I go, I go, it doesn't even mean anything. I go, well, you're an artist. You want to be a singer. I want to be an actor. It's so exciting. We're starting our lives together. Yeah. <coughs> because we're making fun of it, you know. Right. Did you ever get one of them drunk? <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> oh, dear. No. So one time in in the sophomore, we had a, a you're going to get me in trouble. A Western party, and I invited this beautiful girl. And the last minute, an hour before the party, she said, "Oh, I can't go." I was like, "I," and I go, "God, I was so upset." So was, they had a Western party, so every drink was whiskey and something. Right. So I just said, "You know what? I'm and I don't drink, but I'm going to get drunk on purpose." So I go, right. "I'm going to serve a drink and drink a drink there with shots go. of whiskey." And I did that for like an hour and a half. Uh-huh. So after an hour and a half, I go, why am I? I was like slurring. <laughs> and then they'd say, I wanted this. Okay. And I turn around and I forget. Just turning around and I start laughing. At- <laughs> so anyway, the point is, there was this beautiful girl, American, Mexican, right? Right. Gorgeous. Really, the sexiest girl lived in the, another one of the dorms. But we're having a big Western party. So they had bales of hay in the dorm. So I'm sitting on the, talking to this girl. I go, and served her. I go, hey, let's, um, you know, you're... I was shy, but I'm drunk, so I'm right. about, let's, uh, hey, I'll meet you afterward. I'm almost done serving drinks. So I meet her, and we're sitting on this bale of hay, you know, <laughs> and so we start kissing, and she's like, oh, I've never kissed a, a Jewish, and I was very shy, right? right, but not now. She goes, oh, I've never kissed a Jewish guy before. Do all Jewish guys kiss like that? And I was like, well, yeah, I, I mean, I was like puzzled by the question. I go, yeah, I, I, uh, no, baby, just me. <laughs> <laughs> like 19 and then i see my other friend tony he sticks his head out and he's like he sees me and he's like smiling he's get, he's crawling out sneaking looking at me giving me the big thumbs up yeah you know, oh it was hilarious baby but what a question like, sorry, i never yeah. thought i go do i go, what yeah, does that have to know. do with my religion and you would have to cares? make out with a bunch of jewish guys to know that it, yes <laughs> yes and you did that what was right. your conclusion you're the second best <laughs> Ew. Netanyahu. It was very funny, though. <laughs> Do all Jewish guys kiss like that? I don't know. I ne- Yeah, baby. No, baby, just me. I got all smooth. No, baby, just me. No, uh, baby, just me, like it was Robert Wagner. He told no, us two baby. Me Too stories in that entire hour. Yes, he did. That's nice. Thank you, John. I appreciate Impressive. that. No, yeah. that was a kissing <laughs> a girl. Was an- yeah, but you, you, and somehow or another, you insulted well, all I the could Jews say, I could say it. she, how did I, I didn't insult You said they're all bad kissers. 
I did not. You said notoriously. You lumped them into one group. Yeah, I was talking about no, I, because I didn't want her to go after anyone else. I wanted her to be with me. Especially a Jew. No, baby, just me. <laughs> she brought it up, not me. You closed the door. You could have just walked away like a good person would have. Oh, please. <laughs> God, she was sexy. What happened to her, do you know? God bless her. Deported. No, no, I don't know, but it's, you know, 40 years later. So. No, she's horrible now. Never mind. <laughs> she's, she's in her 60s? Ooh. No, I tell you though. I'll tell you a quick. Yeah, oh yeah, another quick story. There was a. Um, I met a guy. <laughs> Listen to this. Okay. This is what it is like today. Which my act is. I don't understand. This is how much things have changed. Okay. A guy. I just met. He's a. He's a very uh, successful investment. I don't know, investment. He's very. He's probably he's a multimillionaire. He's Jewish. No. No. Oh. And I said, "What?" I go, "Well." And then he talked about. He used to be a, a professor. I go, "Where?" He goes, well, "I was a professor of, uh, at Yale." I go, of what? He goes, economics. I go, oh, well, you're an idiot. <laughs> Professor of economics at yeah. Yale University. So the guy's like, obviously, I was kidding, brilliant. Brilliant, yeah. yeah. Really nice man. And we're talking about how everything's changing. He goes, oh, my God. He goes, I was just back at Yale, and was they asked me to speak or teach a class, so I did it again, you know, just to right. do it. And, uh, and I – Anyway, I was on the campus, and I held a, 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 a student, a girl, 20 years old, is walking by. So I held the door open for her. Oh, boy. And she looks at me and screams, F the patriarchy. <laughs> I can't say the F word. Right, F right, the right. patriarchy. It's like, what? He's holding the door open for her, and, and she yelled at him. And then another guy said, eh, I was talking to a group of women and about something and right. for business, whatever. And I guess they were going to lunch. He goes, well, what would you ladies like to do? And one of them yelled, she goes, what makes you think I'm a lady? <laughs> wow. I was like, oh. what? <laughs> I like to hold doors for people so uh, with my... You can't say anything. Yeah, yeah. I, I hold the door open for women with my dick out now. <laughs> we're got, on the radio. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't say that on there either. These are my secrets. With he, he got 1500 bucks for it. They can't be offended by me opening the door. See? There was a guy. I do a tennis charity with Chris Everett. Speaking of, of, of Dick. And um, there's a Wait, guy Chris there. Chris Everett's a dick? And every time. No. And, and, and they donate lots of money. The guy sadly passed away. Right. But every time. Every time they say his name. All the. Like. The celebrities and tennis players. We're all like dying laughing. Yeah. It's so stupid. No one else is laughing but us. What's his name? Because I like to thank Dick Seaman. <laughs> <laughs> you got to close on that. That's your Very nice man. He it's, passed yeah, away, well, sadly. Very generous man. Well, his memory will live on. We'll never forget. We'll, we'll never you, forget Dick Seaman. Thank you, John. You <laughs> it's all because of you. You know Michael Hunt? <laughs> yes, we all know Mike. <laughs> Mike who? <laughs> Michael Hunt. Hmm? Mr. Hunt? Yeah. Of the Hunt family. Right. Yeah. Hunt's saying His sister's big and fat. You said Dick. <laughs> <laughs> She's one of the big fat hunts that we talk about. <laughs> No, what's that guy, Sam? The Greek tycoon? The singer, Sam Smith. Yeah. He goes, he's bi... This is what I don't get. The First of all, he goes, I consider my... I'm binary. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> binary? What are your computer code? That mask, yeah. yes. No, zero, I'm, zero, a, one, I'm a woman one. and a man. Okay. So he doesn't want to be called he or she. Prove it. He wants to be called they or them. Yeah, I'm not doing that. What happens to And I'm thinking, well, why don't you just call yourself heesh? <laughs> it's less. It may, you're it one person. Nicer. You're not two or three. Yeah. Well, I don't. I mean, you can be anything you want. So I go. Well, I'm gonna. Go, I'm. I identify as a as the country of China. So I'm gonna go to uh, the president and say I like a check for a billion dollars. Why? Because I lent. 
you owe me a billion. Yeah. But you're, I, I'm China. No, you're John Lovett. No, no. I, yes, but I identify now as China. <laughs> the government. Now write the check, China. please. And he's like, have to do it. He's China. Don't want to offend the people who are identifying as things. Yeah, you remind me of someone who would, if you, uh, <laughs> if you're like from Virginia, yeah. but you're Chinese, you'd be the China. <laughs> That's you. The China. All right, you have to go do these great jokes on TV too now. Too late. Too I don't late. do these jokes in my act. They're too corny. Well, thanks for wasting them. I like them. You're, you found your audience, but we've lost all of ours. I know, right? John Lovett. Can you believe I'm 62? No, you're only 62? What's wrong with me? <laughs> I haven't changed since I'm 13. I know, I'm the same way. I feel terrible about it. Uh, John Lovett's at the Tempe Improv this weekend. You Except have to go. I'm bigger. You have to go. Down you're bigger below, than you <laughs> down below. John Lovett's everybody. I was standing next to a horse. your theme music now, Dale. John Lovitz is uh, one of my favorite people on the planet. There's just that weird thing. I, I, Again, story after story. Yeah. And choke but, after choke. Yeah, he just told me in the hallway, he goes, let's be friends. <laughs> what do you say to that? <laughs> is it the no. same treatment like always? I'm not no, I said right to his face. No. <laughs> and we parted ways. No numbers I think, exchanged. I think we should be friends, he said. And I said, no. <laughs> he said, that's fine. I've got plenty of friends. I, I know. I've seen you on TV with them. They pay them. He's fun. Uh, Dale Hellestray here. Have you ever met John Lovitz before? I have not. Now you have. Seems like a pleasant gentleman. He's a great what, guy. He won't remember you. What, what, what was the little rat he was had on? That is his dog, yeah. Jerry, and there's no reason to do that. Why do you, why? His dog, why? Jerry. Why do you do that? Why? Why what? Why? why? Is it an emotional a, support dog? It's What does that mean? Does he look emotionally unstable? Yes, he does. Well, you're right. It's okay to like your <laughs> dog. Is. Yeah, Dale. Jeez. People can like their dogs. You know, it's not all about Leave size. Leave it in the car for crying out My loud God. while you're That's in That's how here. you know you've made it, Dale. Yeah. You can take Leave your dog anywhere car. you go. I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm in a Lovitz mood, so it's not about size, Dale. Ask your wife. I did. I'm surprised Dale knew who he was. Yeah, I'm surprised you remembered him. The two of them together would be like the worst Jeopardy pairing of all time. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Uh, Dale's here. Uh, Ian is not. He had another throat surgery. Yes. Yesterday. Botox. Botox shots again, so he's not allowed to talk for a few more days. Uh, which, again, the world rejoices. But uh, he should be back next week. Dale, you beat him in the football picks. No. Ag- or he beat you in, again in the football picks because you picked the uh, Broncos over the Bears. Yep, dummy. And he picked the Bears over the Broncos, and that was the one that made the difference. I appreciate it, though, Dale. In the full pool, uh, he beat you full uh, every game. <laughs> he <laughs> lost every, every, every game. Every game, he lost every game. <laughs> he won that one, too, by like four games, right, in the full 14. No, they had the same exact picks except for those, those three. Two. Oh, those two. Okay. Oh, and our four picks. Yeah. Our five yeah. picks, whatever. Uh, so I don't even know what. We'll just do the full fill out again. We'll have them both fill out and give him more of a chance at least. You can fill out some more stuff. He's so so are you are, are you really the black cat of the Pittsburgh Steelers? I am not the black cat. I am the uh, – You the, show up. I'm the archangel. I was there for the first day of Mason Rudolph's new era. <laughs> I got to see <laughs> yeah, the beginning. Yeah, you always have that. I always have. I was there for the beginning of the Mason Rudolph era. So if, Which is great for a if it, Hey, think of all the people that watch Drew Bledsoe get sacked and everybody's like, well, this team's done. Rudolph has a 14-game career ahead of him. Maybe. 
Oh, wow. come on. Maybe. Why do you say that? Yeah, they'll, they'll go get somebody this offseason. No, 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 no. They're, I, they're I, counting I'm thinking, on him. I'm thinking six and ten. He's a decent. Oh, that would be wow. a seven, eight wins would be huge. You've seen how he picks games. I know. I'm thrilled at so this. this is perfect. So ten and six playoff run, and this kid's a, a, maybe the the rookie of the year and yeah. second of the year. This is going to uh, be great. He, they drafted him last year early, knowing that he'd be a first round pick this year had he stayed in school one more year. They so did. Not. They did too. Shut up. They did too. Dale, do the, some research on the sport you play. They were expecting Ben for the next three yes, years, and that's why they drafted him. Like we can get him early. It's a year earlier they did than get he should have Dobbs. Come they got rid of sense. Dobbs. And they said last year, I follow this team. I read everything. Did they you said, cry when you saw no, Ben grab No, you know what elbow? was weird about that? Did you see it? Do you remember when Michael Irvin it. got hurt in Philadelphia? Yeah. And everybody was like, ooh, this is bad. And, but everybody's like, it's been a great run. There wasn't a whole lot of, God, I, you know, he's got to come back. There was this moment of kind of like, well, this was inevitable. See, when it happened to Michael Irvin, though, it was in Philly. Yeah, that was and they all they, cheered. They cheered it, yes. which was an awful thing. And yeah. then it turned out to be a neck injury. But Cowboy fans were all like, well... It's that moment where you just clap for somebody who's given you so much and you realize you don't need to come back. It's okay. Right. And so that's... That's I, what you're saying about that ben? vibe I think, Well, if he comes back, it would be fantastic, but he doesn't have to. It's that moment where you realize that 16 years as a Unless starting Unless Mason Rudolph sucks. Well, if he sucks, like, if he sucks, you're hoping he... Look, I'm hoping he does come back. But if Mason Rudolph's no good or just doesn't show any signs of promise, you're like, God, we need Ben. Now it's this desperation thing. But even if he decided to retire, I think it's that tip your cap moment. Like, you don't have to do anything more here. You've done plenty. So I think that was the prevailing feeling in the stadium while I was there was like, well, we were going to have to move on anyway. Now, how was your trip? Uh, great. You good seats? Great. Great seats. Good hotel? Great hotel. You and Dick stay in the same hotel? Yep, me and Dick, uh, we rolled around on top of each other in a small cot. Because you told me about some trip or Eric or somebody. Yeah, we went to Pittsburgh. Well, that's right. We went to Pittsburgh in 2006, and the boys decided <laughs> we would book a red roof in, and I couldn't take it because of the bed bugs, so I, I, we left. It was a different time, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> it was a time when you could harass women. Yeah, that was the only thing different. So that different. was a, <laughs> so different that I, uh, bed bugs didn't hurt as much, and women were fair game. Uh, but no, the uh, I understand now. Yeah, you get it now. We we, yeah. we grew them out of the red roof in. It was an awful yeah. experience, and I said, I'm not staying here another minute. You guys are dicks. I don't care if you sleep on the streets. I'm not not staying. I was I was Jeremy. Yeah, big. Yeah, Jeremy's even in better shape than Eric was. Really? Yeah. We helped Eric move once. Brady left. Brady, the kindest man, we we picked up his mattress and everything inside the mattress fell to the other side of the mattress, and we're touching hands with a what used to be a mattress in between them. And Brady goes, "Well, I'm out." And and literally, I just drugged this sack. I only puked on that thing like two or three times. He had pneumonia, so we're in this hillbilly hell. Disgusting. He's laying in the middle of the open courtyard of this apartment complex. Brady and I are holding this God knows what sack of feathers, while he's going. And then Brady goes, well, that's it for me. I'm done. Because he didn't Ooh, want look at the time. I'm not touching the time. any more of this guy's stuff. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they're highfalutin. It was, a tough, it was a tough time for Eric. I would have thought you would have hired somebody for him. Well, I thought I'd be a nice guy and help him move what I thought was furniture, but it turns out to just be, you know. <laughs> Gelatinous uh, mattresses. Yeah, disgusting. Gelatinous. Disgusting well, like that. semen receptacles that he kept around the house. No, puke and semen. <laughs> All right. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Let's clear it up. Oh, yeah. That was <laughs> a mixture. Let's absolutely make sure we've got the details. That's right. That's right. Uh, so uh, uh, you, we can't say anything. We can't. All right, but Dale is uh, on the precipice of greatness. We'll are you yes. still coming in on Thursday? I'm not still gonna... coming in oh, on you Thursday. Are? How are you going to manage this? Uh, because we're... You're done before? <laughs> yes. I got you. All right, so he'll have time. I can make it here. You can yes. make it here by 9, 9.30. Yes. Fantastic. Well, we won't miss you at all if you go on. 
No, I mean the show that you you're can go if you the want. Show yeah, you know, it's like Ben. We knew this day would come, so it's okay. It's okay. You don't have, you don't have to arm? like me, but I love a, you. Do, do you have attachment issues? I mean, you don't want to get like your wife. If something happened to your wife. You can oh, go if, up and oh, nice yeah. go, wouldn't you? If her arm goes, she's out. Yeah. It was a good yeah, run. Yeah. It was a nice run. We had a nice time together. But if the, if the arm goes, no need out. to ride out the contract. There's no reason to. There's this is. Let's just say it on the air now. This is over. Wouldn't all guys do that kind of? I mean, yeah. you'd do it about your wife too, wouldn't? Right. You? If it her arm went run. wonky. Yeah. It was a good <laughs> run. She couldn't throw anymore. Come on. You can't teach her. <laughs> not with her. Not ambidextry. That's not what it's called. Wow. I think that's something you have. Your appendix up. goes bad. <laughs> I think you have an ampidextrous. <laughs> uh, no, you don't want her to throw with her left hand. You don't? No. She's a right hand. She's a right hand. It feel like a different girl. Yeah, no. It will feel like a mentally retarded girl. <laughs> it will be after you dump her. <laughs> yeah. It will be. It would be. Actually, why feel like a different girl when I could have an actual different girl? It works out great, Dale. You'll you'll see. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, the thing about Ben was weird because it was like the whole crowd kind of shrugged their shoulders and knew. And if Mason Rudolph, then you don't follow or pay attention to football uh, enough. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they did draft him with the idea of he's the heir apparent. And in three or four years... We should have him all groomed up and ready to go. This is early. What was he? He, he did round? pretty well. He was that a third. Game. He was an early third. They traded yeah. up to go early third because he looked great. Actually, yeah. I was surprised at how poised he was. Uh, and if it wasn't for Dante Moncrief and his slippery butterfingers, he would uh, wouldn't have that been a problem. Awful. That guy is awful. He's not going to be playing. But uh, so yeah, I mean you've you've been through that where a quarterback goes down and you made friends with Jason Garrett and you didn't abandon him when he sucked. Yeah, but that was for for three games. <laughs> so you two games. Sense. But, not, would, not, yeah, but you didn't have year. a plan to replace Troy. No, because he was young and he yeah. stayed young. Remember, he had Babe Loffenberg. Yeah, Babe Loffenberg. He announces for the that. Man. That's a name. You know what? He, he was a backup for about five years, and then it, it, until Troy got hurt, the last two games in 1990, where we legitimately, for some reason, had a chance to make the playoffs. If we won our last two games, yeah, uh, Troy gets hurt. Babe Loffenberg comes in. I think he had a uh, con- uh, con- what are we? It's a word you You'll need. Find it's a word, ladies and gentlemen. The password is <laughs> is two game total for consecutive. QBR was like consecutive. Twelve. Oh, is that right? Horrible. It was that bad. I don't but remember. But if if Troy didn't get hurt, Babe would have been the backup the next year. Yeah. But, so it was a but, good but thing they, you saw him on the field so you could get rid of that dead weight. Well, it depends on what perspective. From his perspective, it sucked because it had got sure. another year in the NFL. Right. But yeah. he was an anchor in yes, the show. Right? Gone. Yeah, had a good run. So, so, so if Mason comes out and lights it up, great. And That's I, the danger. I, I, I'm cheering for him. Me too. I think I think he's going to be all right. But the danger is if he does well, uh, just from a sports fan perspective, the drama that will ensue because Ben is not an easy bird. So if he comes back healthy next year and Mason has a really Ooh, decent season, you've got this problem now where you what can't do you, do? you yeah. can't play Mason Rudolph when you've got a Hall of Fame quarterback. Well, saying, he I would want have to be in. pretty good. Well, well that's yeah, what happened. Just five hundred. It's what yeah. happened with Terry Bradshaw and Mark Malone. Had Mark Malone not gotten hurt, Mark Malone was a high prospect, um, you know, first round pick out of ASU, and he shows up and Terry's dinged up and whatever. Terry's like, I'm playing, and right. the coaches are like. Four rings says he's playing. But I'm looking at it saying if Mason Rudolph is what you're hoping he is, yeah. if you can bench Eli Manning, you can bench Ben Roethlisberger. Eli isn't what Ben is. Why are you, doing, why are you making us talk Steelers all yeah, morning? Exactly. But he's talking football. I like this. This isn't football. It's just I'm Steelers. Te- I'm teaching Dale it's all football. all Steelers. You're saying that Eli Manning's not Ben Roethlisberger? I don't think so. He's, he's close. To, but to the Giants. I'm not to the comparing Giants. talent. I'm no. saying to the team. The, the scenario. If you can bench Eli Manning for a rookie, no. then you can do something to Ben Roethlisberger for a the second year. The Giants guy. are so poorly run that they've made Eli <laughs> Manning look so bad, and it's not his fault. I wouldn't. 
It's I don't think so. I, maybe he's he, definitely may, not what he used to. His be. skills are not what they were. Yeah. But they have not helped him out for the last three years at all. OBJ and Saquon Barkley and no offensive line is not going to make a quarterback stay easy because they double team one guy. They didn't give him any help. So Eli, I don't think Eli, Eli's borderline Hall of Famer. Ben's a Hall of Famer. Right. Yeah, but, so but, they're, they're but they're both far enough into their career, and if they're damaged goods, yeah, then you got to go with the young I mean, guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Two years ago about but Ben. Eli's I mean, not damaged goods. Well, he's he just did not that. Playing he was going to retire. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He, he said, I think I might not play anymore. But I think, the media ran, I think the media ran with him saying retirement's around the corner and made it like, he's quitting. And he said, you know, maybe I will retire. Because I think every football player thinks that in the offseason, don't they? Towards the end, I don't think it, the the stars do. Yeah, they contemplate. Like, yeah. do I need to keep doing this? Right. I'm, I'm loaded because because the end of the day, it's the games are not what you're worried about. Right. It's the preparation in the off season. Do you want to do that grind? Yeah. Do I want to get back in this and go training camp again and, right. and do all that stuff? Do I want to go through that process to play in the games? That's right. what will wear you out. The blender before yes. is miserable. Yes. The drink's fine. Uh, so, uh, uh, man, I want to, I want to bring up all your stuff. <laughs> I know I just, you yeah, do. I can't do it. I can't talk about any of it. Are so you excited at least? I am excited. You're excited. Yeah. yeah, I'm very excited. Paid gig? Paid gig. Oh man. What's that like? I wonder for Dale. Living Been since the Cowboys, right? So hence I can really now get fired. Yeah, you can. Uh, you can't oh, get wow, fired you, from you were so controversial Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's yeah. true. Yeah. 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 So you're going to step out on that <laughs> let limb go? Am I let go? I, well, what happens when you're not getting paid? What do you think of the Cardinals? What is this Kyler Murray thing? You know what? I think it's interesting. Yeah. I, again, they've been competitive. Yeah. I, I think most people thought they were going to go to Baltimore and probably get run out of the gym. Um, I'm not sold on the Ravens. Yeah, but you're definitely not sold on the Cardinals. No, 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 no. And going on the road, than, yeah. and I, I think most people thought yeah. that they'd get run out of the gym. Yeah. And I, I thought they acquitted themselves pretty good. I didn't I, watch it, but the stats and the highlights, I'm like, Cardinals were in this thing. I think that everybody t- continues to talk about Kyler Murray and you know him growing with each week. I think it's also, also Cliff Kingsbury yeah. who's growing. And kind of has to know how to coach yeah, again. Yeah. Maybe it does have some potential to grow. Right. It's going in the right direction. Explain to me, because you do this, what the hell is going on with the Mountain Point coach? Ooh. And what in the world? Because I saw Brad Sesmet on TV last Now all these guys that have spent their career, like uh, McCabe and yeah. Sesmet, all these guys who watch high school football for a career that no one knows, they're all over TV last night screaming and yelling, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to high school football. I don't understand any reason, for other than the guy got passed up and then he tried to, but he stayed at Mountain Point. And he tried to ruin the guys who were there on both basketball and football. He was a head girls basketball coach. Right. He was a play, he was a coach of the year. Uh, he wanted to just coach freshmen, and I thought, okay, maybe you have a vendetta against one guy, right? But then that guy left, and he did it to the next guy. Yeah, as and Walter so, Payton. Yes, as yeah. Walter Payton. Now again, I I always try to look at it from the other side. If I'm a coach at Pinnacle or yeah. Chandler, or yeah. some of the schools that supposedly got the emails. I would think it's completely bogus. Yeah, somebody's trying to fool you. Right. I'm thinking, oh, they want us to spend time on this. Walter Payton (laughs) is telling me their signals. (laughs) Right. We're being lied to. Right. But evidently it was the real stuff. But somebody had to know that. Someone on the other end of that had to know, no, 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 guys, this is legit. Because nobody's taking that seriously. And they're not going to do it during the game. I'll just hang on to this just in case. Oh, no, this is real. There's a team up in Nevada that Mountain Point went and played. The coach... Uh, came to the head coach at Mountain Point with yeah. the stuff and said, and said, they, said we we got this stuff. I don't know if it's real or not. Oh, we no. didn't really That's look it at ended. it. 
And that's what opened up. What Pandora's is the motivation box. in so high school I sports? I don't know. Yeah, like you coach high school sports. Yes, there's no money. There's no women. And no. there's no cocaine. Well, it, maybe. Does, it does. It blows my mind. The guy is a successful girls basketball coach. Yeah. Who, well, what does that mean? Well, what is that phrase? I know. I know exactly. What it's it's, it's kind of like a guy who wants out of a relationship, so he cheats on her. Yeah. Oh, out loud. Yeah, so he's yeah. just like, I'm, I'm a girls' basketball coach. Yeah, I, I, I have to get out of this. But, the, yeah, the phrase, <laughs> I, yeah, I would just quit. He That's what I'm quit. saying. Yeah, but if, he can't quit. If you're quit. unhappy, just quit. You're, you're coach of the year two years ago. For girls' basketball. Right. Who cares? That's a trophy you put you in the closet. He, I bet he was listening to our show and you going on about possibly. girls' basketball. Very possibly. Like like you're an embarrassment girls, to all men you're if you're coaching. you making fun of girls' basketball? I am making grand fun <laughs> of girls' basketball. Did you ever basketball. come watch my daughters play? Why would I do such a terribly stupid thing? Because we're friends. <laughs> no, we're not. Sorry, it's on the same <laughs> Oh, jeez. I don't want to be. I would go to your daughter's basketball games yes. because you asked me, not because I want to watch them. Would you act like you enjoyed it? I would quietly uh, keep. My, I would keep my comments quiet. <laughs> would you laugh if they really screwed up and fell down? I would laugh at everyone who fell down, and I would be laughing most of the game because women <laughs> fall down during basketball constantly. They're my just, daughters do. Gravity works double in women's basketball. I'm convinced Newton would come back and go, "What's this then?" He would look at the, the, the ground like, "Why do they keep falling?" Girls' basketball is for the parents. What? <laughs> it is. It is. No one without a tie to it has. You know an what's interest. for parents? What's that? Soccer. I don't disagree with that. In I, drove, I drove by the, the, the fields up at uh, by TPC there. I don't know if you've seen all yeah, those soccer, soccer fields. fields yeah. I drove by there Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, yeah. mid-morning. <laughs> you just did a commercial. Sunday, Sunday, <laughs> Sunday. Sunday, mid-morning. Every field was packed. Yeah. It's good exercise. Parking lots yeah. was packed. And parents, I would rather have my <laughs> eyes gouged out than watch little it's well, then that's basketball. Yeah, for- that's WNBA for me, no. and also children's soccer. Yeah, when my daughter was in it, all all I was thinking while she's running back and forth is, "Oh, she's gonna be real tired." Tonight. Yeah, this is great. She's We've worn her sleep, out. I've done sleep. nothing. I've been asked to do nothing. <laughs> it's like walking a dog. Yeah, nothing has been asked of me. No, not it's less than that. You yeah, just have to get them there. You don't have to do anything. I it's, just sit it's, there and watch. It's that dog you saw this morning. You right. put it in a place and it walks itself. <laughs> it's great. It was he, great. He watched the awesome. dog cross the road today. And it was oh. Fascinating. Like stopped at the stoplight. Followed the light. Watched the light. Went through the cross. Really? Line. Yeah. Was, they trained. It was a chihuahua yeah. just on his own. It's a seeing eye chihuahua, but he just <laughs> he lost his blind guy. Crazy. Yeah, they know the signs. You ever see a seeing eye dog step in front of a blind person at a streetlight? Like not yet. Do you think that the dog they, was? They, really? I, no, I don't. I think he's just street smart. <laughs> <laughs> see, Dale, dogs can be good. He had a knife. He stabbed Eric twice. I, I don't hate dogs. I just don't. Yeah, and, like and I don't know why you have to bash them just because they're well, little. That says like more about you. Well, why, why do you bash girls? That says it's a more terrible about product. You. It's that a terrible, terrible product. Says more about you than me. Why do terrible you bash product. Soccer. Because that is it's a terrible product. Come on. John likes girls. He just like I like women. I just don't like watching them play basketball. It's an atrocious <laughs> affront to my sight. Did your uh, daughters make a living out of this? No, they the of course they didn't. There's no living to be made. It's a terrible. No, what are you don't about? say it, Dale. You have to be Brittany Griner and you make ninety grand at WNBA, but you go overseas. Oh and yeah, make a lot go to more go to Russia. That yeah. sounds fun. Did they at least well, you went a- to Pittsburgh. <laughs> That's not Russia. It's close. There's freedom. <laughs> it's a lot closer than Arizona. Did they at Show least get a map. scholarship out of it? <laughs> it is closer. Well, maybe not. I don't know. It might not be. It might be. Which way would you go? Would you go east or west to get to Russia, John? Which, where am I going in Russia? Russia. Does it matter? It's 14 time zones. You have to pick a spot you to go land. Times? Okay, you're going go west to. I go quicker. to Moscow, so Moscow. I go east. 
Uh, don't say no, it it's, like to go to Moscow, you know. you'd have to go halfway around the world. The, going east, you go to New York, and Moscow is like just—it's not that far from Seems Europe. Don't act like you know. Seems I know, like would be just faster. Hop, skip, I guess you're right about yeah. Moscow. Moscow's yeah. on the eastern the end. is so close to Alaska. Literally, it's there the, and you can know it by this, Dale. It's about nine time zones to Moscow, and it's fourteen the other way. You're just pulling that out of your <laughs> look at the globe. Little spinely hey, rear end. Look, flat earther. <laughs> it's easy to solve this mystery, Scooby. Jesus, you guys are fighting all morning. <laughs> yeah. I think he misses Ian. I'll take his place. Uh, so uh, your cowboys are pretty happy with them. Wouldn't you be? No. <laughs> Why? Because I can't stand looking at uh, that little Ewok face. Dak Prescott of, uh, got to Zico him. Elliott. Uh, shave your beard. What? Shave. Clean yourself up. Yeah, that half a shirt yeah, and it's off. hair. He's just an arrogant, awful Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. He's, he's too hard to look it at. He's bad. too hard to look at. He makes he makes you hate him just on sight. Cam Newton's worse. Cam Newton but is worse because he dresses like Catherine Hepburn now, and I don't know what's going Zeke on. Zeke is close. But what would you have done if Troy Aikman showed up at a woman's Oh, scarf? he would have been hammered. <laughs> of course he would. He would have been. He would have been. He would have been yeah capri pants there, right? and a and a and then no. he looks like he's looking for. Yeah, what is that thing over the head? I don't know. He looks like a, a woman bird watcher from the 40s. Kyler Murray's at least got a cool style about him. Yeah. He's a lot like, of midgets look cool. Yeah. Can I just point <laughs> one can, can I just point one thing out? I mean, for this goofball to be talking about style of point. any sort yeah. is oh, absolutely But I'll get, I'm, I'll stand up for I'll stand up for I'll stand up for Eric and say that's how bad it is. <laughs> that if Eric even sees Eric. it and says it's bad, it must be awful. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. All right, we're going to do commercials. Dale, stay put. Uh, the Dale Hellestray. And then picks will be up, and uh, we'll see if you can finally beat Ian. You have beaten I feel nuts. this is the week. Well, good luck. He's in a hospital bed picking football games. It's terrible. Pick the Redskins. Please. I never Telling see you. his picks. Uh, Toledo, right, I'll show print you. him out. Okay. Whoa, you can't see him beforehand. You don't work no, here I anymore. So but I just never, I never see him, we'll and take I think you guys manipulate the system. We'll photograph them and send them to you. That'll work. Brady? You went step by step. Last week. We only picked game four game. games, though, and then and they and the manipulate you, the system because, no. you know, I forget. You said, oh, it's that one game. I'm sitting there on Sunday going, I wonder what that one game the is. Bears it was the Bears Broncos. But I forgot. One. We well, mentioned it on one. the air yeah. that that was the game that would Damn. matter. He'll be right. Just, you just focus on your new thing. <laughs> focus on yeah, soccer. Get you yeah. some Adderall. Uh, it's 9.53. Dale Hellestray from God knows where, parts unknown. We'll find Sanderson out. Ford. Sanderson Ford. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the rest of the other stuff. Yeah. I, can't, I can't mention Dale's they know that? new world. Sanderson Ford? Oh, yeah. That you're, mo- that you're moving to the other stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, easy. Wow. Big dick. <laughs> All right, before it gets worse, Dale's here. Do the entertainment drill next. Uh, it's 10.03. Uh, we're almost out of here. That's about it for us on a Thursday. Dale Hellestray's still here. I'll get you. <laughs> I know when John Lovitz was sitting here, his microphone was on immediately. Yeah, he was on, Immediately. He was on that mic, swung over. This was poked back. This one is an... I have to reach and hit a button I never hit to turn yours on. Because uh, I don't well, want to. Me, John Lovitz, flip a coin. We're about the same. No, except I don't have some little... Dog. You know, ratty dog. You also don't have any of the stories or history or success... <laughs> All day, huh? yeah. All day you're gonna be doing. That's it. I, it's you can't help it. <laughs> he does that to you. You can't help it. So is, uh, Ian and I were tied one-one. No, it's two nothing. Ian, <laughs> you'll get there. Man. The math is getting a little heavy for him. We've it's got two numbers. It. He's working it. 
Uh, it's time for Brady to entertain us all. It's called the Entertainment Drill. Brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com. Helping us out with KUPD deployment, and that's pretty awesome. They've got their uh, place up there in Phoenix, which is just off the 101 in Cave Creek and Rose Garden. Uh, if you wanted to drop off anything for the KUP deployment, that would be great. They're also in Glendale and Chandler, so I thank them in advance for that. Not only are they good people, local, they try to keep an eye on uh, on what's going on around them. Uh, they've been around for a long time for a reason. You see a lot of fly-by-night places uh, preaching health and fitness and self-defense and all that, and they're gone. Uh, not this place. 20-plus years now in the Valley and three different locations, and they're doing it right. I'm going with Kevin, uh, hopefully Saturday, to train with uh, Kevin on Saturday. As he's Kevin Ray is going to try to advance to another thing, so he's going. So are you guys going to fight? Not fight. Uh, we'll we'll spar and probably train together. Yeah, just you two and an instructor. Uh, no, it'll be a class. He's going through a class oh, no. to move forward. And Kevin, this happens when people are friends. He asked me to actually be part of. So you could be with the unwashed. No, I'll just be with Kevin. So. <laughs> He's washed, right? The yeah, oh, he is. The unwashed will be. Yeah, I, mean, I think he shaves his yeah. body. I yeah. mean, I think he's, he's very washed. Rare, very he's washed. incredibly <laughs> slippery. More washed than you. Yeah, oh, yeah, no yeah. doubt. But there'll be a lot of unwashed there. Yeah. But, well, yeah, it'll be great. Uh, if you want to go down there, uh, again, people always say, I'm not in enough shape or whatever. I've been doing the elite uh, fitness training, which is just an absolutely unbelievable cardio and fitness buildup uh, that gets you all ready. For the self-defense uh, program, the Tactical Black has, and it's amazing. It dovetails together beautifully. The system is unreal. Uh, challenge yourself. I've been challenging myself. Last Tuesday was the biggest challenge I've had in a long time in a gym, and it was a blast. Uh, so you can run on the treadmill and do whatever. I'm telling you right now, you get a little excitement, energy, and a challenge out of this. Go there, reactdefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady Entertainment. Megan Fox says she had a genuine psychological breakdown around 2009. And this is great because essentially she says, I was just too sexy. Being uh, sexualized right. in her yeah. work and it led to her being right. torn apart right. by tro- trolls. It broke her down. Her sexiness was just too much for her to handle. Yep. And uh, she had to take shit. You read to- some of those stories of what the producers and stuff were doing to these chicks. Oh, like, my God. Lining them up. Everybody take their clothes off. Yeah. Well, she you said need that, to lose more weight. She said she was trying to say before the Me Too movement, she was trying to say, "Hey, this weird stuff's happening to me," and she and everybody was like, "You're too sexy." Of course, it's happening to you. And nobody <laughs> took her seriously because she had been sexualized. She had allowed herself to be sexualized so much that when somebody said, or when she finally said, "I'm a little uncomfortable with you doing this," she's like, "Come on, this is what you are." You think about the power of those people, though, because all right, you're going to get a part that could change your life. Yeah. So they can they can do that crap yep. to you. Oh, I mean, that's the way it's worked forever. They held all the cards over beautiful women. Ugly, fat, weird dudes. Harvey Weinstein. Held all the puppet strings over the most beautiful women in the world. But you held the strings over Eric. You made him eat a toilet ring thing. Imagine what I would have done to a woman. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, they, there was a hot. Were you too sexy? There was a hot chick in here. How long did that last? Yeah, two weeks. Couldn't tolerate her voice or her thoughts or anything she had to say or general presence. <laughs> it's like watching girls basketball, listen to one talk. <laughs> in porn news, we heard Jessica James was found dead at her home in uh, California. She was only 43. Wow. They're still seeing the no cause of death, but she did have a history of seizures. Yeah. Brady, you don't watch porn. Saying only 43 about a porn actress is like, it's okay. like she's like 80 20 years in removed. dog years. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's. Brady, I'm like, just, I'm like you because I, I just missed it. I, I did an event with her like 10 yeah. years ago. You almost killed her. Yeah. Or something. I, I almost saw her die. What event did you do with her? <laughs> it was a strip club, right? Yeah, it was a strip club event. KUPD. Like you weren't involved with her sexually. 
I would have. Would you take tickets? <laughs> yeah. Did you? Me. Did you sign autographs? I mean, no, she signed autographs at the strip club. What were you, the bouncer? What were, no, what, KUPD what? was promoting it. Oh. He was just out there saying, "Hey, come meet." Yeah, come Jessica hang out James. with me and Jessica Jane. Wow, she was a very pretty lady. Yeah, he was eating urinal cookies. <laughs> yeah, he was earning, yeah. taking any money he could. He was spitting on dudes' fists. Hey, <laughs> how much you paying? How much you paying? Exactly. Whatever that. Uh, it was a different time. The I'll other show porn you. star, Bridget the Midget. Was oh, arrested no. yesterday for stabbing her boyfriend in the leg. Well, <laughs> a torso shot is yeah, what she called yeah. it. You like midget porn, Dale? You into midget porn at all? Uh, I, I didn't even know. There I was, was actually, a honestly, you know what, Dale? I would like to see that. Yeah. You, you, with the midget, you with the midget, yeah. with Bridget the midget, it would be very interesting. Five hundred bucks? Okay, yeah. that's a deal. Uh, wow, that's cheap. That's nothing. <laughs> Let me get on that. I'll, I'll Venmo that right now. <laughs> we could sell that video and make. Tons of well, well we don't make a lot of money, but a lot of curious eyes will hit it. HBO viewers were asked to vote and pick their favorite HBO character of all time. Tony Soprano. Bingo. Yeah. Jin from. Uh, uh, the other people that yeah, got a lot Shane. of votes. Oh uh, yeah, from Dead Deadwood. Dead Omar Wood. Little. From The Wire. Yeah. Omar is Omar is a close one to. Uh, I haven't seen all of The Wire, but what I've seen is just magnificent television. I just need to sit through the rest of it. Jon Snow. Tyrion Lannister. Tyrion. Tyrion's better than Jon as a character. That's true. I'd and say Tyrion. come in ahead of uh, Jon Snow. Arya Stark was Ugh. next, and then Jon Snow. I don't know. There's better. Uh, the bad guys were better. Yeah, I think the, the side action on that show was better than Arya. Littlefinger. The White Walkers. Larry David got some votes. Yeah, I was going to say, as far as comedy goes, nobody's better than that. The only guy I heard of that you guys talked about was Sperana. Soprano. Soprano. Jesus Christ. Maybe you should turn his mic off. You know what, Dale? I think it's time you took off. I think we're all done here. Did you watch the show, Dale? You know what we're talking about at all? Dale's just out of his mind. When you played James Gandhi, I loved it. (laughs) Yeah, James Gandhi was Tony Sperana. Guy who couldn't look at the lights. According to uh, new research by South China University of Technology, these are the five most dangerous songs to drive to. Oh, wow. Number one, American Idiot. Green, Green Day. Day. It's got a fast beat. I guess you'd speed up. John's face. Number John Gordon two, just crunched Party up. Party in the USA, Miley Cyrus. Wow. Can't help but sing along with that. That one. is true. Number three, Mr. Just... Brightside, The Killers. This is China saying this? Yeah. Don't they have music? Number four, Don't Let Me Down, The Chainsmokers. Number five, Born to Run, Bruce Springsteen. That one does build to a thing where you'll be going 85. Basically, they're saying like 120 beats per minute or higher yeah. are more likely to make you drive faster. If that's the case, then wouldn't like Lamb of God and Slayer win this? Yeah, but this is... Uh, yeah, but it has to be listenable music. This is the you University know, wow. of you know South I'm China. Right. Come on. Man. You, you think China's really, test? You John? think Chinese people? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to lie about that. You know, Slayer. That. Slayer's got some good stuff. Stop. What are you talking about? It's okay. You're not necessarily going 150 miles an hour. You're kind of like, I just wish I guy would shut up. <laughs> the music's good, but please, the singing. David Lee Roth basically took uh, is taking credit for everything in Van Halen. He he said in an interview the other day, as far as. Uh, he goes, he wasn't just the music behind Van Halen. I designed the backgrounds of the stage. I came up with the album covers. I thought of the stripes on the guitar. He was the energy of the band uh, when I he know was in it. said, call it Van Halen. Yeah, he was the guy who made that thing tick. 
and brought them to the level they were at without him. He was and the face. Arguably, maybe the greatest frontman of early, yeah. late 70s, early 80s rock. I mean, he changed Just everything. Harder for people to hear. But after. person to say that about them. Yeah, oh, you don't want to hear somebody say that. But it's the same thing we're talking about. J-Lo taking pictures of her own ass going, it's still hot. Like, we'll be, you can't say it. Oh, she can. You don't want people taking pictures of themselves going, I'm hot. Someone else doing it is like, she's hot. That's okay. There's just that weird line. If you did it, people would laugh. It would be a great joke. Mm-hmm. You should do some selfies of you. You're talking about lines? You? Yeah, I know where they are. Have you ever seen a line I know where that they you are. didn't want to cross? Well, I'll cross them, but I know where they are. There's a line. Come here. You and that midget is a line, but I'd cross it. <laughs> just just for fun. Just for that hilarious World Star Hip Hop video that would go up. Uh, we're all done. Dale will talk about his big thing. Well, when can we talk about Next it? week. Next week? Well, yeah, but you'll already. Yeah, but we can, we can talk about it. I'll then. bring it up tomorrow. <laughs> I'm just going to get announced. Are you going to give him some promotion? I'll give you some yeah. promotion. I'll give you a little. He's competing. No, he's not. The best thing we can do is tell people to listen to it. They'll never leave us. Hey, you took us to, to an unprecedented one <laughs> yeah, that's down right. the hole. That's right. Way to run with the uh, baton. And, and Ian said we're going to do our <laughs> podcast next week. Oh, we, uh, yeah, he's going to get your podcast together. Finally. Well, good luck with all that stuff. Oh, you should be but honored. And, and thanks yeah. to Sanderson Ford for That's right. Yeah. Always. Sanderson Ford's always sponsored Dale. He's I, the second largest I, thing in their lot. I, I, got the, uh, <laughs> wow. I got the answer key right here. You got all of them. Yeah, he picked the okay. bears. It's well, you're done. You're bitch. done. That team's going to lose. All right. Oh, there you go. Uh, thank you, Dale. And thank you, Sanderson Ford, for bringing us, Dale. And uh, that's it. We're all done. You guys have yourselves a great Thursday. And we'll see you right here in the morning sickness tomorrow. So long. Until later. Bye.